Hello and welcome to another exciting, hopefully, episode of Star Trek Europa. I am your host, as always, Dr. RPG Jeff Harvey. You can find me in all the places. Uh, there's a link in the chat. There will also be a link in the show notes and the doobly-doo when the episode is over. It is link. It's a linktr.ee slash Studio Tembo. You can find me all the places at Studio Tembo. Um, we'll get to do a little bit more of that near the end of the show, but uh, feel free to, please, uh, if you like the show, uh, like, subscribe. Follow us on Patreon, all the fun things that you would normally do. Um, in the meantime, let's go ahead and talk about our guests, or not our guests, our, man, my words. Um, I got sleep, too. So let's <laughs> go ahead and introduce our players. That's the word I was looking for. Let's start with Brian. Brian, go ahead. Uh, my name is Brian. I am playing uh, Anton Yezabeth Page, amongst many other characters. Uh, you, you cannot find me. If you try to find me, you will go mad through the effort. Uh, and I have nothing to plug. Cool. Evelyn, go ahead. You're suddenly playing Call of Cthulhu. Excellent. Exactly. Brian is Cthulhu. Uh, I'm Ev. You can find me on TikTok at Caffeinatrix. You can also sometimes follow, find me over on the St. Pete by Night Twitch server. I'm playing Dr. Dasavi Oneit and a couple of others. All right, Jack, go ahead and do yours. Yes, hello, I am Jack. You might know me from my own channel, twitch.tv slash The People's Ascension, and my associated YouTube. I run a series called RPGs Uncovered, a series dedicated to showing just how quick and easy it can be for you to learn a new TTRPG. Uh, we look at a lot of indie stuff, a lot of uh, a lot of really awesome games, and I break it down into rules, tools, and themes, and then run a little uh, mini campaign for you guys to see how it all works out. I uh, don't ha don't currently have a series running right now, but I'm working on getting the next one uh, off the ground, so stay tuned for that. Uh, you can also find me here. You can find me playing some Veil of the Void uh, over on that channel under the same name, uh, and I'll be working with that Lion Knight 44. 442 44 uh on his own channel tales for the tabletop so i'm, I'm going to be, i'm actually doing a lot of cool things in different places but you can follow me on twitter uh at ppls ascension that's where you can find everything i'm doing as for what i'm doing here i play captain or ronnie ambrose the half helian uh captain commanding officer of this ship as well as secret agent tong and some other really cool people Awesome. And we have a returning guest star for this episode. That would be Kendall. Kendall, go ahead. Hey, I am Kendall. I'm going to be playing Dr. Tara Liss, and you can find me at Kendall the Elemental on TikTok or in the St. Pete server if you look really hard. Look really hard. <laughs> All right. She's, she's tiny. To she hides very well. Right. Mm -hmm. She's um, five tall. Awesome. One more thing uh, to benefit both uh, this channel and perhaps mine. It is September. So subs are off like 20% for one month up to 30% for six months. So if you like the show, if you want to support, uh, drop a sub. It'll help us out. Absolutely. And if you want to see more of me, I have my own channel that you can sub to if you really want to, you know, buy a whole bunch of subs. Right. Yeah, always appreciated. Um, at the very least, uh, if you like the show, share it with somebody else who might like the show because that helps uh, all around. Same thing for Jack's channel. If you find that you like Jack's channel, feel free to share that with anybody else who might like Jack's channel. That's the way to do it. Uh, word of mouth is extremely important. So uh, let's go ahead and do a quick recap of the last session. Um, Evelyn, I think you have uh, the keeper of the notes. I do. Um, all right. Keeper of the trap. Come back. 
my notes are surprisingly small for my my recap notes are surprisingly small for like the four front and back pages of handwritten notes I took. <laughs> um, so we did a bit of a time skip from all the Hidali stuff. We opened with Koba passing out flyers for his part, like paper flyers for his party that senior officers are not invited to. Rude. Um, and we had an exchange with him and Tong in the hallway. And then later, a, an adorably fumbly exchange between Tong and Silva. Yep. Silva. Um, inviting Silva to the party. Uh, the bulk of our story happened on Emil Prime. We'd gone, we were heading that way to drop off Dr. Lass and some supplies. It was a planet with a, a symbiote relationship. What the hell? Which is being extra right now. Um, with a symbiote relationship similar to Trill. And uh, we'd been studying them pre-warp. Uh, we had not heard from Dr. Ben in a couple of weeks, I believe. When we got there, we came into system just in time to see a ship launch from the planet. And... Uh, since the people inside become elated and then die. Um, on the planet, we discovered the research, research lab had been compromised. There was no sign of, of three of the research team. We found Dr. Ben was in a building in town. We infiltrated. Um, the people were taking equipment and paperwork and yada yada out of the lab into their own little tent city. So we infiltrated, we got into the lab, we found the three missing researchers in the freezer, that quite dead, uh, set up charges to blow the lab, evacuated everybody, went into town, um, Koba and Beren distracted and disabled the door guard, Dasavi mind fucked other two people inside the room they should go somewhere else and then we beamed Dr. Ven aboard uh, to the brig where he started to rapidly deteriorate so we brought him back down to the planet and um, yelled at him for a while um, we're going to leave him on the planet we're sending Starfleet in for some proper first contact, fix this mess kind of stuff. Um, that is the long and short of where we left. Sounds about right. Anybody want to add anything to that? All right. So when we pick up in this episode, uh, we are at, uh, we're going to start out with Koba's party, right? So who all is going to be going to Koba's party? I'm assuming that Koba will be there and Tong and Silva. Anybody else? Mills will go. I think Tara's very depressed right now. She's, she's not going to a party. <laughs> Fair enough. I, now I want to play somebody who drags Tara to the party. I mean, you could. Hoba like <laughs> would totally drag Tara to the party. You could try. Like very in, her, in his nature, be like, look, you just went through a super shit thing. Come <laughs> to my party. You'll feel so much better. Just all the secondary characters. I got there. real alcohol, none of that synthahol bullshit. 
Jisa would probably be there too. We'll see if anything happens. Yeah, yeah. SSH shows up. <laughs> Robot. What are you doing? Him. Everyone disperse. I think Kendall. The Ken- What's that? Ken- I think Kendall, the character, will be there. Okay. Um, Teketh can't go, so still in jail. All right. Let him out. You need a good bartender. Right. <laughs> All right. So I pretty much just put everybody that isn't a senior officer there. So uh, you guys feel free to have at the party is pretty hopping. Um, now nobody throws a party like a, like a Cobra. There's no party quite like a Cobra party. Legit. So have at. Mills turns up in civvies with her hair down around her shoulders instead of back in her usual bun. Looks around the room, saunters over to Koba, gives him a, a friendly punch to the full shoulder. I want to help a shindig. Oh, thanks. Thanks for coming. Have yourself some have yourself some drinks. Uh, over there, we're we're playing uh, we're playing uh, uh, three dimensional chess, but you're required to drink. All it's right, be time. That's how it becomes four dimensional chess? You'll be surprised at how how much more interesting three dimensional chess is when you have no spatial awareness. <laughs> All right. She'll go get herself a drink and head over to the chessboard. Right. Um, I imagine that uh, Tong and Silva have things to discuss, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Silva uh, is wearing a, uh, like a, this is strictly uniforms, no uniforms. I should mention that Koba is wearing like a mesh uh, shirt that shows off his pecs. Um, and uh, he uh, his, is wearing uh, jewelry. He's got jewelry on his uh, uh, head and uh, head and uh, ears. So he you're, an, you're an 80s Euro dance. Uh... I was going to say, my head cannon is now Koba's skin is UV activated. So we just we turn all the lights down. The black light comes on, and Koba just fucking glows. Oh, one hundred percent. Just strobing watermelon stripes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yes, that's the vibe. Love it. That's the vibe. Uh, Here for it. Yeah, and uh, meanwhile, uh, Silva is uh, wearing uh, like a a, uh, a straight uh, straight lined pants and uh, a jewel colored top uh and so she she's made sure that tong is appropriately dressed for the occasion she's not she's not showing up to this thing with him in uniform so what's tong wear? uh yeah yeah <laughs> she'd have uh, him something if he if he couldn't decide yeah um well the question comes down to whether he embraces ferengi uh dress or whether he goes more human because Ferengi dress is quite 
uh, can be quite flamboyant. Uh, I think I think it's a little bit more subdued than you might see on somebody like Quark from DS9. Uh, it's not all bright stripes and patterns and overlapping patterns, and gold chains and yada yada. Uh, but it, yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, it's more this sort of like dark green blazer but cut kind of like in the in the ferengi fashion with a, with a few more like real straight lines and harsh corners um real real thick collar that comes down uh and uh yeah probably probably just like these uh because you know ferengi ferengi shirts ferengi overcoats like stop like at the midriff so of course uh he has to wear these like high-waisted but otherwise fairly uh you know just regular plain black straight leg pants um and yeah i think um Yeah, I think he I think he has some sort of like uh like like pin or collar chain or something going Love on. It. Love it. She'll she'll ask him this couldn't be your first human party. You had to have go, gone to something at Starfleet Academy, right? Oh, uh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh all, all the time. Uh well, not not all the time. Uh but uh yeah, there 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 were a few things that uh that some of the cadets through um you know older uh, upper upper classmen uh and and uh and whatnot i got i got invited to some of them they, they were uh they they were they were fun uh they usually came uh came to me for um stuff you couldn't normally get in in san francisco i think i know what you mean yeah, yeah. um well because i'm brangy they assumed i could get um well anything well, could you? That's kind of besides the point. Look, I'm just saying there's, there's partying and then there's partying. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just, nah. Well, we we don't we don't need to worry about that. We're we're here we're here to uh, um have a good time. Something. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so she goes. She goes. She goes up and she says. Now this is uh uh she goes up to the bar, she orders uh a couple drinks, and she says, Now this is something you couldn't find at Starfleet parties. Not the alcohol, but the the uh, being able to having an open bar. At least when I went there. Yeah, no, that that's that's very true. It it's very, very hard to have an open bar when you kind of have to smuggle it in. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to come back to these two. Cool. Yeah, I I imagine uh Tong like like we sit down at one of the one of the bar stools and and in the on the bar and you know it's 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 glowing, it's in like full party mode. Um because of course starships have like their normal lounge setup and then there's always party lounge setup. Right. Um but he he just sits down on the on the bar stool and, and looks cool. around. Taps a little bit, swings his feet. That's right. You were going to put this in the forward lounge, weren't you? This is the lounge that has all the the holodeck stage mm-hmm. and everything else. Yeah, I was about to. I was just about to ask about that actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Koba is in charge of the, of the music here. 
uh, he's going to program a holographic band to play. Okay. Uh, I mean, look, if somebody wants to jump in the DJ booth, uh, he won't stop them. But assuming uh, nobody nobody's in a rush, uh, he'll get a holographic DJ uh, to to do the music for the for the music for it. Right. Say this. Play yeah. the same song again. All right. <laughs> Love it. I, I think it's actually an Andorian ska band. <laughs> okay. Mm. So kind of rough. A little bit rough, but but fun. Somebody putting those up there for me. Yes. I had them hidden so nobody could see them. <laughs> well, can I hide them in the other corner? Because they're blending in with the, the markers. And oh, You can put them wherever you want. I don't care. Hide them for you over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I think if an Andorian ska band con- comes up, uh, Jisa is going to get up and like drag a few people, like some people from the flight crew and some engineers and whatnot, and just just start like pushing and jumping and doing the full kick thing. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And Dorian and Dorian parties are, are, are I'm sure and Dorian mosh pits are uh, t- places of pure terror. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, she, she's uh, she, she probably pre-gamed a little bit before she came. Was somebody going to go try to grab uh, the doctor, Dr. Dr. Uh, Dr. Less? Yeah, let's see. Who would be good? Elizabeth wouldn't be too bad. I think it's I, yeah. I think the, I think Elizabeth is the poll. I think Elizabeth is the poll. Um, so Elizabeth is going to uh, go visit uh, uh, Doctor Less. Uh, uh, she chimes the door, and uh, she'll um, open it. She's just dressed down. Basically, looks like she's ready for bed. At this point. <laughs> oh, are you wearing that to the party? I I wasn't planning on going, actually. Kind of gives a weak smile. I get the feeling I'd bring uh, the, the, the party down with everything. Oh. That's that's disappointing. I, I was really hoping you I was really hoping you'd go. I was looking forward to having somebody be- from Trill uh, you know there it might make everything a little bit easier you know i'm not great in social situations oh well surely you have friends on this crew don't you she uh well uh tong has a date and uh uh uh, mills uh is on or she's here right she's there mills is there mills and o'connor are both there uh, uh, Mills is O'Connor is not. What was that? Mills, Mills is O'Connor is, O'Connor is not. Gotcha. Uh, O'Connor's on duty, and Mills. Uh, well, she's. I. Uh, well, maybe I can tell you about this. Um, I kind of screwed up with her. Um, I I told her some things I shouldn't have. Uh, and I don't know. Things have been awkward with us ever ever since. Kind of stares at her for a moment before letting out a sigh. Just, just give me a minute. I'm, I'll change. Oh, thanks. 
Oh, you're, you're a lifesaver. You can come in and sit down if you'd like. Yeah, sure. This looks like normal guest quarters. She hasn't put up anything. It's mostly everything is still mostly packed. <laughs> sure, sure. I think we she can goes, hmm? Oh, go ahead. Oh, and she goes and changes into something. She puts her hair, pulls her hair back into like a loose ponytail and just. She's not. It's just casual clothes. Gotcha. Yeah, I think Jezebeth is actually wearing a, a, a dress. Um, so, uh, yeah, she said, when you're ready, she says, I don't, you know, you're, you know, you're welcome with us here. Uh, I know you're not part of the crew officially, but it's so good to have somebody. The, the last person who, the, the, the last person who stayed with us for a while ended up being a Romulan spy. So it's good to have somebody else around who's not Starfleet. That sounds like quite the story. You know, now that I think about it, it's probably not one I should be telling. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, a good, it's quite all right. It's quite all right. <laughs> An ongoing investigation. I'm the one to talk about this. <laughs> She'll uh, grab, like, her bag and just make a gesture toward the door. Shall we? Yeah. Let's go. Hmm. All right. As you as you enter into the into the lounge, um, you are assaulted by the um flashing lights and, and Dorian ska band that is um thrashing about on stage uh with Gisa, I assume trying pretty hard to start a, a mosh pit with literally anyone who will come near her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Within arm's reach, you're in. That's right. Uh, arm's reach is becoming the entire side of the lounge. <laughs> um so yeah, there's a, a lot going on. Um instantly looks very interested in everything that is going on because not often she goes to Andorian parties and she is curious. Well, it's not just an Andorian party, but it's 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 a Federation party where it's the best of all worlds combining to have the most fun. Right. It is the at least that's, at the, least that's what Columbus said. It's the mesh shirt wearing uh, and uh, Bolian who is glowing. Uh, Bolian party. Bolian. Yeah, he's he is uh, bouncing around, making sure everybody's having a good time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he, he actually has the value life of the part, life of the party. So he is, uh, trying to make sure that morale is high. Um, I think one person who's not having fun though is, uh, Daphine. I think she is like sitting on the edge and she's got like a half glass of wine and she's just like sitting and watching, uh, Jissa as, uh, she's bouncing around in the mosh pit. And I take it Daphine outright refused. Did Do you think that just asked? Um, well, we can get to that, actually. Because yeah, you can only mosh for so long before you need yeah. to take a break. Right. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, luckily, the thing about a holographic band is it can always be changed. Yeah. Right. You belly up. To, well, I mean, you could just take a break and go to water, too. Yeah. Um, so Jisa bellies up to the bar where Daphine is. 
Well, if, if, uh, if Brian, you had something for Daphine planned. No, I, uh, this is what I was hoping to get Okay. To. Yeah, Perfect. no, after after a little bit, uh, uh, Jisa will, will leave from the mosh pit, sort of like push her way out. Um, yeah, and I, I imagine with so many people here and it's a human ship, the temperature is higher than uh, Andorians tend to prefer. So she's she's kind of like club sweaty. Uh, but she is, she's wearing this. I mean, if you're familiar with Farscape, she's wearing the air and sun get up the, oh. like the, like leather pants, the probably like future fake leather pants. Uh, she too has a mesh shirt on, but because this is, uh, American television, you have to cover, you have to cover things up. So she's probably got like a, a leather, like sports bra like thing going on underneath, um, black and, uh, black and gray, uh, like Andorian leopard print kind of stuff. Love it. Uh, uh, and yeah, she's like- gonna like s- s- tired saunter up to the bar uh, and like throw herself down on a on a stool, you know, probably next to Daphine. Uh, yeah. Uh, like stir her olive in her in her, or when she had a wine glass, she'll like move her wine glass around a little and she'll say you seem to be enjoying yourself yeah yeah no i haven't um did not expect this did not expect this it's uh it's not bad it's not bad barkeep to endorian citrus fizz nods and goes and grabs a mild replicator what are you doing sitting here I, I, I'm not much of a ska person. Well, it, it's not, it's not hard. And it look, it's, it's, it's a little hard, but you just need to go in there and push people around. Do I, do I look like the kind of person who pushes people around? You sound like the kind of person who pushes people around. I'm not sure if that's a compliment. She like push, pushes Daphine on the shoulder, maybe a little bit too hard. <laughs> Daphine looks very confused and like rubs her shoulder and she was like, no, I, I think I'll, I think I'll just sit here and enjoy my wine for now. Um, wine. But- no, the, the, the drinks come over here. <laughs> Take this. And of course it's like this blue green, uh, it kind of looks like a lava lamp sort of thing, but the top is all fizzy and it's got this like, um, uh, like dry ice smoke coming off. Here, this is a real drink. You're a big girl. Thank you for noticing. Uh, she uh, takes the, the sip and she goes, there, there's something. The, the chula berries are very overwhelming, aren't they? In terms of texture, I mean. I'm afraid I'm going to have to pass. She puts sets it on the table, pushes it gingerly away. Uh, it's not for everybody. Takes a takes a discerning and um, enduring palate, and she'll she'll take the one she handed to Jisa or the uh, Daphine who was handed back, and just pounds it. <laughs> well, don't let me stop you from enjoying your dance. Uh, it's, I'm fine. In, I, I'm perfectly fine. Just watching. Well, this this isn't much of a party. Just sitting here, stirring a little green fruit 
thing? I'm enjoy- I will have you know I'm enjoying myself quite a bit. Okay. She'll spin around on the bar chair and like lean lean back real far. All right. I can see you pouting. I'm not pouting. I'm taking a break. Taking a break to pout you. See, you do come across a little pushy. Well, you're not wrong there. All right. I'll dance. I'll dance. Uh, what? What do you want? What do you what do you like? Where's Koba? You can make this thing do whatever he wants. Uh Koba Koba comes up to the bar and uh he's uh quickly uh orders uh can I get three synthale uh can I get three synthales? Uh just pure synthale. No nothing we're we're going hardcore with this. Uh and uh he turns to you and says you two having fun? Does finger guns at you? Apparently. Well, he says, uh, uh, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound great. What can I do to make this party better for you? Well, can you do this? but more Denobulan-like. I'm not sure what that means. And uh, Yeah, I don't either. Geffy raises her hand and she goes, I tell you what, can, after this song, this ne- after this next song, how about we slow dance? You and I. She points to Jessa. Uh, That's more my style. Uh, <coughs> fine. Sorry to torture you. You go too slow, I might fall over. Well, then I, uh, luckily, I've got medication for that. I think that I think that's good for that scene. <laughs> and then Tafine is going to drug Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> little little amphetamines here. <laughs> um, all right. It's not what I got from it. It's not what I got from it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I said the last thing Jisa needs is more amphetamine. Is, is <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> little Andorian cocaine. Um, anybody else have anything they want to do during the party scene? Let's see. I'm sure there is. We can always come back to the party too uh, after things are... Because the, the senior staff can be out doing something while this party goes on for a little while longer. I would love to see any of the senior staff talking about the party and how they are invited. I think that would be fun. Let's go ahead and do our intro roll and then we'll come back to that. Sure. Okay.
All right. So while the party is going on in the forward lounge, um, on the bridge would be the captain or possibly maybe not in the bridge, but the command staff uh, are doing their thing. Um, when uh, they're hailed by uh, the USS, um, I didn't have a name for one. Let's say the. Hmm. Hang on. The USS Apache. Yeah, I was thinking something like that. That'll work. Um, enters in the system uh, and hails the Europa. Uh, Lackey says, uh, Captain, we got a message. They're hailing us. Should I put it on screen? On screen. Put it on screen. Captain uh, Ambrose, this is uh, Captain... Uh, Yes, Ambrose, sorry. Uh, this is Captain uh, Tenever of the Apache. I have been, I am here to initiate first contact with the planet. I would appreciate any, um, any briefings you might have. Your people have had some contact with them already, and uh, I've read your reports, obviously. Um, so this is a, a fairly large uh, Bolian, pretty heavy set, like kind of spilling out of his chair. Didn't stand up to talk to you or anything. He's just, you know, a big, heavy guy with uh, um, slightly lighter blue skin than you've seen with most Bolians, but pretty pronounced ridges. And and um, it's the kind of guy you kind of expect to have a, a, a leg of lamb in his mouth while eating. Uh, well, well, just while talking to you, you know, like. I'm just very a big, Henry VIII. Very Henry VIII kind of kind of size. Yeah. And, and, and just demeanor to him. Um, yes, I would appreciate any, uh, assistance you could offer me before I send my teams down, uh, and to find this doctor and he flips through some things, uh, this doctor that you left on the planet who you let, um, uh, join with one of their trill things. Well, I don't think there was much letting involved, but... Yes, uh, the doctor is down on the planet. I will send over the coordinates. Uh, of course, he is being detained by a security team. Uh, we do have here on ship two... Two uh, very, very uh, well-in-their-field anthropologists uh, that you can speak to, I'm sure. As you said, you have their reports, but if you would like to speak with Dr. Tara Less or Dr. Varen, I'm sure uh, they can be made available. Yes, I'm, I'm saying that Dr. Less is supposed to be joining us at some point during this. Uh, um, I, I believe I have orders here. Sends them over your way. Um, they arrive at your station that Dr. Less will be is being reassigned by uh, the Federation Research Outpost to the Apache to, to remain here. Um, she has uh, about five days to report, so. Very good. I'm certain she'll be a valuable asset. Uh, I hope so. I don't know the Trill very well, Captain. I assume um, this won't be difficult, though. It's an unusual first contact. I'm sure difficulty is to be expected. Well, that's why they're, we have experts, yes? <sighs> they're an interesting people from what I've come to learn. And 
we may be playing damage control after Dr. Venn's approach to their advancement concerns. I will leave you and your team of anthropologists and diplomats to handle that. Very well. Uh, I would invite you to dinner, Captain. Um, please. Uh, I, my crew and I will have a large... Uh, uh, I like to have interchangeable... Uh, interchangeable, you know what I mean? Intership uh, in, uh, discussions and whatnot. I don't get to see a lot of people <laughs> with my particular... People that I know, Federation people, please come and join us for dinner. Bring your senior staff. Of course, I'll ask around and see who I can spare, but it would be nice to get aboard another Federation starship. Excellent. I look forward to seeing it, Captain. Very good. And it uh, goes dark. Um, Back to you, mutters. Oh no, another party I'm not going to be invited to. <laughs> um, uh, is Dasavi on the bridge? Yeah. Okay, I, I think uh, I think Ambrose does does that sort of like head tilt back roll and just like em- empathically oi, mm. it's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> you can feel the eye roll. Mm-hmm. In response, uh, so he'll stand up uh, and sort of nod to Desavi to follow. Lucky, you have the chair. And uh, I'm going to going to invite another one of my characters to this not senior staff but uh it might you know this this is going to be interesting i'm first going to go get uh varen and then i think ambrose is going to go find tara okay at the party (laughs) (laughs) all right you find Vren without too much trouble we don't need to role play you talking to yourself and convincing you to go to this party but um (laughs) Uh, would anyone else like to do some party stuff before the captain arrives. I would definitely like to have another conversation with Tara uh, before uh, Tara disappears. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I would also love Coaster to be able to go to the dinner as well. He, he's oh, not dinner. Coaster, yeah. yeah. Coaster, not I was, I was thinking to the party, I'm like, you invited Coaster and none of the rest of the senior staff? Big no, move. no. Look, I've got an idea. For- he picked a favorite. He picked a favorite. And the favorite was Ostra. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Yezabeth is going to be uh, sipping her drink and uh, looking out at the dance floor. Uh, and uh, I think by, by this time they've switched songs uh, uh, or switched bands entirely. Uh, it's a new holographic uh, band playing. Uh, to be real honest, if the mosh pit was still going, Tara probably would have joined for a minute and then oh, come back to Elizabeth. I think you. I think we can say you did. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely. It was going on for quite a while, probably. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. No. I. I think. Uh, uh, I think Gisa sees you like looking at 
looking at that and kind of kind of getting into it and walking that direction. Uh, and Jisa is just going to maybe even like mid conversation, just like put a put a finger up to Delphine and walk over and just like body weight arm over the shoulder on Tara, <laughs> like, drag her into the mosh pit. Yes, <laughs> you look like you you can have some more fun. I love that. Yeah, she likes watching it and experiencing things, but it, parties is a great place for that. <laughs> Yezbeth absolutely goes no. Without uh, all that tension, <laughs> right, Yezbeth? <laughs> I'm just going to wait, sit here. You, you I'll be right back, Yezbeth, I promise. I'll yeah, be right back. Yeah, 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 go. Go ahead. And once it disperses a bit, she's going to go back over to Yezbeth looking a lot lighter. <laughs> And she's probably going to, uh, uh, what, what was her name again? Jack? Yes. Jisa. Jisa. Probably going to give Jisa a very hard slap on the back with a grin before she walks off. All right. Yeah, Elizabeth will uh, go, that, that looked fun. It was. Uh, Perhaps next time you can join us. Oh, me? Uh, uh, no. no. Have you ever done it before? Well, my uh, one of my previous hosts uh, was a, uh, a certified ballroom dancer, mm-hmm. uh, so I've I've done it a bit, but also not. It's weird. I don't know how to answer that question anymore. It's okay. Have any of you been in a mosh pit? No, that I can say. None of them. None of none of my previous hosts have experienced. There's a human saying that I like. It's not the years, it's the mileage. <laughs> sure. No, Maybe have some experiences of your own to contribute to the host or contribute to um, your symbiont. She thinks for a second and she goes, okay, okay, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to go up there and I'm going... And then I think this is when uh, the captain arrives to take uh, <laughs> to take her away. And uh, Elizabeth will absolutely take this opportunity to not do that. <laughs> Can we? How would you feel about the captain arrives and Elizabeth turns to about face to Mills grinning behind her? Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Tara would have gone in to be more with her to the mosh pit to be moral support when the captain was coming in. (laughs) Perfect. Do we want to do that now then? Captain arriving? Sure, unless you guys I was going to go to the slow dance, but we'll do that first. So you guys are getting ready to head off into the into the mosh pit when uh, uh, you turn Mills is there and the captain is uh, entering into the room. Captain, it is a, you know, pretty raven party. There's a probably some things that a senior officer wouldn't want to see his crew doing being going <laughs> on up in here, but uh, you know. <laughs> there are there are definitely crew mates ma- making out. Uh Mills looks shoots a look past Yesbeth at the captain, sir, and grabs Yesbeth by the by the wrist and drags her off to the mosh pit. Uh, 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 wait. <laughs> I heard you said you were going to do this. Let's go before you chicken out. 
too late. But she, she goes. Well, you would see that uh, your uh, your query here is actually out there flailing about in what you can best describe as a uh, an Andorian mosh pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think Ambrose is just going to walk over to the bar, uh, not sit down, but just kind of lean back against the bar, arms folded, and just take it in for a little bit. <laughs> There's a few, a few people, a few of the, the the junior officers that are you know uh, making their way up to the bar in a giddy state and see you would immediately stop, uh, adjust themselves, and then turn and go back to sit down at a chair. Yeah, like <laughs> I think Silva's one of those. Dad's uh, here. Dad's here. <laughs> yeah, Dad's here. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be fun to see Koba uh, and the captain have a moment here. This could be. Oh fun. God, yes. <laughs> Koba will not let rank stop him. (laughs) So glad you could make it. I heard there was something going on. Yeah, you know, I was going to invite you, but um, I was going to invite you directly. But, you know, some people get a little nervous when the captain's around. Can't be their their true free selves. Not me, though. I I, look what you what you when you look at Koba, you see all of Koba. Which give him an up down. Does the up and down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, you got to admit, it's pretty fantastic. Euro Disco uh, Koba. That's an action figure I want. You should go. You should. You should. You should go dance. I, I'm, I'm sure once the crew sees their captain getting jiggy with it. The, the it will increase crew morale by a good good margin. Perhaps another time. I have dinner plans. Ah, damn it! <laughs> this is as jiggy as the captain gets. Ambrose <laughs> <laughs> uh, does one of these on the way out the door. <laughs> Uh, no, I, uh, I think, um, uh, who's, who, who would be good for the captain to go bother? Silva would, Silva might be fine. Silva? Yeah. Uh, I just haven't seen those, so I won't, maybe Mills? Well, right now we've got O'Connor. Kendall, uh, O'Connor's not there. Oh, right now. Me last because he's removing me from the room. No, wrong Kendall. Other Kendall. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. This is, this yeah. is my point. Yeah, we're, work, we're working on that. Um, there's Tong. Obviously, uh, that wasn't going to work out. Silva, Jisa, right. not going to work out. You know, there's the whole crew basically there. Anybody mm-hmm. you want to talk to? No, I, I, I think, I think Silva is good. Uh, I think actually Ambrose is going to, uh, uh, just sort of at, at that point in uh, what Cobra Cobra was saying, uh, sort of stand up and actually like put a solid hand on Cobra's shoulder. Don't have too much fun. Still aboard ship. Uh, yeah, of course. I will have the max. I will have the ma- I will have the maximum allowed amount of fun. I promise you that, Captain. 
and and Ambrose is actually going to not not like violently, but like fun no. push you away. Sure, he'll, he'll uh, absolutely go party. And you know, kind kind of in the same motion, turn, uh, reach over like deep around the other side of the bar. All right, you, there's a few like do 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 do, and he pulls out a bottle. Uh, and he's going to go over to, uh, to Silva and I'm sure a whole bunch of other, uh, various crewmen. Yeah. I think Silva, uh, as opposed to my other characters is like, just cool as a cucumber. She's mm-hmm. like leaning up against the wall, uh, and she's chatting with some folks, but I think they disappear as soon as they see the captain coming. Uh, Silva seems unperturbed though. And she says, uh, well, um, uh, please, please tell me I don't have to salute you here. No, you're not in uniform. I am, but I'm not, uh, I'm not invited. Yeah. I brought around, but I will. Well, I can salute to that. Chill. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll uncork this thing. Uh, it, it's probably in this like very, very sci-fi bottle. It's oh, got, it's got a hole in the center. It's, uh, it's green. I, yeah, it's green. I mean, in, in Star Trek, it th- it's either green or it's blue. Right. Uh, so it's this, it's this bright green, uh, and he's gonna just pour a little bit into some glasses and, uh, pass one over, you know, not bad, given uh, given the facilities. Doesn't stand up to a Maquis event, I'm sure. You know, you might be surprised. We didn't have that much time to party in the back when you were back when I was with the Maquis. Hmm. That's like you were in one of the boring cells. I was in one of the I was in one of the cells that got shit done. Hmm. What about you? You party much? You you don't exactly look like Mister 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 Man of the Hour. Maybe I'm wrong then. Uh, comes the persona comes with the uniform. Put an extra pip on you, and weighs you down a little bit. Even even when you were. But what about when you were? What about what about back when you were a lower off? Lower lower decks. You get were you much of a partier then? You might not have had the same experience, but uh, especially in war, there's two things you can do after a tough fight. Sit down, rest, wallow, lick your wounds. Or get up and just let it out. I'll drink to that. Unfortunately, I have a, another arrangement tonight I need to get to, which is sure to prove nowhere near as entertaining. Oh, yeah? Something going on I should know about? You know, as intelligence officer. Uh, the Apaches arrived, taking over the first contact mission. Hmm. 
well, more senior officer to senior officer. Pageantry. Sounds sounds like you're gonna need to you're gonna need one of those just let loose moments after the after your after. Perhaps. Next time we might arrange this shore side. Uh, that sounds good to me, Captain. All right, I should be getting out of here. Cheers. Don't have too much fun and keep an eye on Koba. Oh, it's hard not to keep your eye on Koba. Uh, so I think with that, Ambrose is going to turn and just walk straight into the mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it parts like Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> yes. Yeah, things. Uh, as you walk in, uh, people, one, somebody pushes you, or goes to push you at first, and then like promptly, like, they get their hand on you and then promptly, like, see who you are and stop and like. It's like pushing a wall. You know, like, do like a half salute and then move Dust off, to somewhere off else. your uniform and move away. Uh, so yeah, make your Doctor. way up to, to the person who looks suspiciously like a young version of Mills. <laughs> she does, yes. I noticed yep. that. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, I think Tara is like doing her thing facing away, and I think Ambrose is just going to like heavy hand on the shoulder. So that's to Tara. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah she's going to look up at him. I mean, do you turn? Do you push? Do you like... She probably pushes him a little bit at first, but then realizes that he's just, he's not moshing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's not starfling. He's also pretty solid, so you're going to push him, he's like, he kind of bounces off him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Fairly sure you know how to mosh. Yes, unfortunately, I find myself preoccupied. Mm-hmm. I'm here to invite you to dinner with the captain of the Apache. I'm sure that's quite the invitation. We're leaving now. Feel free to run to your quarters and freshen up. Two very different events. Formal. Not terribly, but more formal than this. Mm. I did not pack much formal. I was prepared to be sit, sitting in a bunker for, sit, for a year and a half. I'm sure that'll do. She'll um, reach over and pat Yezabeth's shoulder. Yezabeth looks grief-stricken at that you're leaving. Don't worry. Oh, am I staying over there? She's looking back at the captain. I don't believe so. Uh, you will be transferred to the Apache in the coming days, but uh, I'm not sure the arrangements that they've made for you. Of course. I'll be back. Don't stop having fun. Have some experiences. <laughs> She'll pat her shoulder and then make her way out. She gives you a fond smile and then it gets uh, put, gets like shoved to the side by the mosh uh, <laughs> before, before she can say anything. Perfect. Seems like a good place to wrap that up. Mm-hmm. 
the little two are they're heading off about the time that they're leaving um would be a good time to do this the slow dance moment and then uh, that'll give the captain and tara time to um get changed the crew do, what you got could we do one quick side flash uh yeah uh, costra is in the engine room all the other engineers are partying so he's there by himself and he's loving it he's got <laughs> his feet up he's got his feet up on the t- the the console he's going ah this is the life and then uh uh the captain chimes and just go ahead and invite him to dinner the communicator i mean uh, uh, communicator okay yeah ambrose to chief costra costra here the apache has just reached orbit uh, you are hereby formally invited to a senior officer dinner god damn it motherfucker god fuck damn it oh sorry captain i forgot to untouch my communicator uh, all right i'll be there see you at the transporter room chirp <laughs> <laughs> all right um jump back to uh that slow dance moment because uh, we had two people who probably end up slow dancing here yeah. i think they're both uh both brian and, Jen and, uh-huh. and the captain there not the captain but you know what i mean captain tall jack that's captain what i'm going tall. for captain it's you know what in a future if we do a future episode like an episode where you guys go to the future it may happen <laughs> is bill's dancing with someone she was moshing before the... Yeah, she was moshing with Yesbeth. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if she's slow dancing with someone, like, maybe just a random crew member, or... Maybe. Okay. <laughs> she orders someone, you, come here, stand here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I gotta imagine there are people in the crew who want to get with Mills. She seems like a confident lady. But um, Yezabeth is glad to not be on the dance floor. Right. Uh, but so, uh, yeah, Daphine uh, is uh, has her arms uh, around uh, just his waist. Um, and she says, uh, so you seem to so you definitely seem to be enjoying yourself out there earlier yes yes i was jesus looking down at her big booted feet making sure not to step on Daphne. <laughs> you you'd be fine as long as you let me leave i i know i know you're used to being in charge but give me let me have just 5 seconds i i promise you it'll be worth Fine. How do I? Like it's real, it's real stiff. <laughs> Just relax. Just relax. She's gonna say, uh, "How are you doing? You've been pretty tense since uh, that that mission with the sh- where you were that." since you got lost in behind the wormhole oh uh, 
that was that was nothing stranded on a board planet fisticuffs with a giant saber-toothed tiger thing yeah. i you know i almost believe you no both of those are true fair enough well, I mean, I almost believe that you that you're fine. Here, I'm, I got the scar. <laughs> I got stabbed right here. Let's, let's let's save that for later, shall we? Um, all right. Well, I maybe uh, maybe you enjoyed it more than I thought you did. Uh, was it? I know you don't get get much time to do ground side things. Did it feel good? I uh, I prefer the thrill of. The cockpit a little bit more to outrunning assimilation in a sandstorm and a broken ship. I did power the shuttle with a phaser. That was fun. Oh, good. What do you think is going to happen? I'm not. I'm not much of a babysitter. No, can't imagine you are. There's a there. There's leading away missions, and then there's being a babysitter. I suppose that's. I suppose that's true. You have any idea what's going to happen with the? There's rumors about that that mission didn't go so well. Didn't go so well. Roll back. I don't have any metal bits growing out of me. It's going all right. Good. You know, if uh, you know, I was pretty worried about you when I heard you were lost. I even, I even tried to talk my way into the, in into the conference room to try to get onto the away mission to rescue you if there was going to be one. Mm. Captain did not care for us. Well, I appreciate it either way. Uh, you'll you'll go down. You'll go down to a, a Borg planet. Seventy thousand light years away. But you won't push people around? Don't get up and... Eh. I... She like, she like, let's go and kind of, kind of, you know, and then, ah. Uh, <laughs> What's her hands so back? Are you, do you mean you're like ending the dance? Just no, for a second. No, she, she was kind of like transferring to something a bit more energetic and then, ah, uh, oh, that's gotcha. fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And goes back and, yeah. Fair point. Maybe... Fair point. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit stuck in my ways. I guess. Got to, got to get your blood flowing. This is not going to keep us warm. No. Not that that's really much of a concern here. No, I suppose not. But I see what you mean. Got to be a bit more exciting on Endoria. It's fucking cold. Well, I don't plan on going to Endoria anytime soon. 
she realizes that that might be a sensitive thing. And she says, well, I mean, we hadn't talked about it, at least. My, my husband's on Denobula. Right, right. It's not terribly far. I mean, it's far from here. It's not terribly far from there. Yeah, I suppose we can see each other every so often. I'm not being transferred to anything anytime soon unless you know something I don't. No, no, I don't. I'm simply thinking long term, I guess. Right, right. Yeah, long, long term. I'm sure we'll. It'll work out. She notices how skeptically you say that. And she says, I think I've kept you at this dance long enough. Maybe, uh, if you'll excuse me, I believe that there's a bottle of Chateau Picard uh, still waiting for me at the bar. Uh, French. All right. That's right. I think I think Jesus like stands there as Daphine walks off, just like looking around at a bunch of other people slow dancing and just like really like awkwardly moves between these people away. Uh, like in the opposite direction. Really not really certain where she's going. Uh, probably probably goes and finds Silva. <laughs> I think Silva's uh, dancing with Tom right now. Oh, that's true. That's that's true. Yeah, she's looking around for Sylvan. I think Sylvan's Sylvan's laughing a little. She's like, uh, "So you're saying that? So you're saying that uh, Ferengi females dance naked, all of them, all the time?" Um. Um. Well, I, I guess not all of all of the time. Any anymore? Not not really uh, anymore. I, I was I was just it's it's a it's a strange it's a strange time on uh, on on Franginar. It's um it's it's fine. I'm just saying it's a little bit of a waste, given that uh it when you dance the dress is moving is half the fun. Oh no no I I uh, I I I I agree. Uh you know that um you you can you can be very uh art art artistically. Uh, aesthetically, um, uh, interesting in in various uh, clothing clothing types. Yes. Oh, I look interesting in various clothing types. You say. Uh, you uh, you you look you look good. You look good, Tom. Tonight. It's okay. You're doing great. You really are. I'm having a great time. You can relax a little. Right. Right. I imagine Jisa sees that from across the, uh, uh, as she's going yeah. to approach. Um, yeah. Is Jisa going to interrupt or just kind of go away? No, Jisa's just going to turn around and find somebody. Okay. Fair enough. And she, she's got her flight crew pals, so she'll go hang out with somebody, I'm sure. Right. Sure. Go find, go, go find somebody who isn't slow dancing and mosh yeah. them a little bit. <laughs> Right. Yeah, pro- probably hey, just Tom. like at this point, probably just like sit and drink and complain. Right. 
Or is that Mills over? will see Jisa as she's passing back and pull away from whatever crewman she's dancing with just to kind of like lightly grab her arm. Hey. You good? Hey. Yeah. You look a little out of sorts. Oh, um, yeah, that's not that's not really my scene. Look like you're seen a few minutes ago. Uh, yeah, I'm trying something new. You can be good. Yeah, I'm I'm all for new. The songs change up and something not not uh, heavy metal or ska or anything like that, but it's something a little bit faster pace picks up. Uh, I mean, some swing. Yeah, something something a little bit faster pace, but not, you know, like, you know, moshy pity. Some Saurian swing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You want a drink? I'm heading to the bar. Yeah, sure. I'll come with. And she will spin her partner off and use the momentum to push herself off toward the bar. Kova will 100% catch her partner and uh, begin dancing with him. (laughs) I imagine the the person's face just kind of uh, um, (laughs) is awash with... uh, uh, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah, this, with, un, with, with non-expectations as Koba starts <laughs> flinging them around in swing dance. Bait uh-huh. switch. <laughs> um, what are you talking about? Koba's a delight. Koba's um, a big guy and pretty much could probably make anybody swing dance whether they wanted to or not. 100%. Um, or whether they knew how to dance or not, I suppose. Um, Alright, so while they're heading off to the to the, uh, to the bar to get Mills and to, to for Mills and Jisa to get more inebriated. Um, Ambrose, Dasavi, Les, and Kostra uh, all head to the the transporter bay, uh, transporter room, and uh, I imagine no one's wearing dress uniforms or anything, but something relatively semi. Oh, I thought we were supposed to wear dress uniforms. I think it was business casual was the desire here. <laughs> Um, so maybe Coaster shows up in his dress uniform anyway. <laughs> yeah, the, the Betazoid yeah. urge to wear Betazoid formal. Right. I thought we were wearing the, dress uniform. Haughty captain's freaking dinner. <laughs> yeah, so so Dasavi's probably dressed pretty nice, and Coaster's wearing his dress uniforms. His dress yeah. uniform. Got the Coaster. hair all up and the adornment. Coaster looks at everybody else like he's been betrayed because he's the one wearing it. Ah, you look fine, Coaster. It still fits. Comes over and like straightens out the lapels. <laughs> you know, when I retire, I'm gonna burn... sorry, go ahead. When I finally retire, I'm going to burn this thing. <laughs> Throw it. Sabi gives him the the mom lick thumb on a uh, on a spot uh, of grease. Ah. Still wearing the headband and the greasy face, didn't didn't clean, just put on a uniform. One hundred percent. All right, you guys beam over, um, and you're greeted by 
uh, an Andorian security officer. Um, and uh, he said, he looks, Captain Ambrose, it's good to, uh, it's good to see you. Uh, the captain is waiting. If you don't mind, follow me. Welcome aboard the, excuse me, welcome aboard the Apache. Your record, I see, I see you guys being and walking. Uh, I, uh, I've followed your career for some time, Captain. You are one of the reasons I got into Starfleet. Uh, you, uh, your time during the Dominion War is uh, well documented. And I wanted to say thank you. Just doing my job as a Starfleet officer. There were a lot of fine folks in that war. A lot of important people. Yes. Well, as you may know, the, the ship spent its time in duty there. Um, although Captain Conover, his record is uh, exemplary, but he was not aboard this ship. Relatively new to the ship and... I don't, we haven't quite come to understand him yet. Every new commanding officer has his own style. You don't get to that chair without deserving it. Of course, of course, of course. I didn't mean to insinuate anything, anything otherwise. Of course. Um, as you're walking through the halls, you know that the ship is um, maintained, but there's a, definitely a lack of... Um, uniform to discipline like the people are a little bit sloppier than you would normally see on a ship like this it's an excelsior it's an older ship but it's still um you know serviceable by far by by for sure but there's definitely a lack of um of hard discipline like some uniforms are a little out of out of sorts and things like that nothing nothing like grossly uh insubordinate or anything but less ship shape than some Starfleet captains like. Um, you get to the uh, uh, the captain's mess, which is on deck seven. Well, if you'll excuse me, Captain, I uh, have things to deal with. The captain is waiting for you. Of course. Thank you for the escort. Of course. Uh, as you enter the room, there's a... It's an overpowering smell of foods. Like, there are just... Uh, they almost don't mix. Like, they, they do just... Uh, like walking through Renaissance fair, when you're walking past the food booth, that's just, there's like a hundred different kinds of food. None of them are good for you. Um, mm. but you know, they're all probably going to be pretty good, even though their smells do not mix particularly well. Um, in the back of the room, there is actually a, uh, a kitchen <laughs> and there's a, a person serving, like actually making food, cooking the actual food. Um, and there's a bit of a wait staff. There's a, three people doing the actual moving food out to the table. <coughs> the captain is sitting at the head of the table. Um, he's a big guy, as I said before, and he has, he's wearing his uniform, but he's got a, an actual bib tucked into his top of his uniform to keep any food off of it. Um, but there's a fair amount of food on the table. He doesn't have anything. He isn't eating anything yet, but um, as well as them, there's also, as well as the captain I should say, there's also um, two other officers. Um, um both human it's the xo uh and uh the chief uh, chief medical officer um 
as well as one, uh, oh, we had Ren going too, didn't we? Ren. Yeah. As, as well as, uh, um, another Vulcan who is there, um, <laughs> who is a science officer, probably their lead science officer. Um, the captain doesn't stand up, but the XO does. Um, the captain kind of waves, Captain Ambrose, welcome, come. Um, and the XO stands up and comes around the edge of the table and goes to shake your hand, you know, offers to shake your hand. Yeah. Captain Ambrose, uh, welcome to the Apache. Thank you. Uh, <coughs> captain, it's a pleasure to be invited. Uh, I've brought with me, of course, my first officer and CMO, uh, Dr. DeSalvione yet. Chief of Engineering, Mr. Kostra, and uh, you have heard of <coughs> Dr. Taraless and Dr. Varen, who will be joining you. Yes, uh, um, excuse me, this is uh, my senior, my executive officer, um, Mr. Matt uh, Vorns, V-O-R-N-S. My chief science officer to call... I gotta write these down because I'm making it up as I go. Um, <coughs> my chief medical officer, Amanda. Um, Amanda Winters. We'll do that. I like that. Yeah, that's good. And that's all of them, right? And that's all of. Yep. That's Captain. I had that a second ago. Captain Tover. Oh, Conover, yeah. Conover, yep. Bullion. Um, my chief medical officer, Amanda Winters, my chief science officer to call, uh, and my executive officer, Matt Forns. Um, please uh, have a seat. The chef, as he kind of raises his hand up and snaps his fingers, the chef will bring you anything you want, Captain. Um, assuming that we've made it. Uh, we could replicate things for you as well, but replicated food aboard this ship. Not aboard my ship, I tell you. Uh You've put together quite a spread here. It's a, a luxury I'm not used to. The Europa has a limited crew and a personal chef was not among them. Oh, well, if you need one, I've got a sous chef over here who's looking to uh, promote. Hmm. Perhaps. Let's see what they've prepared then. Uh. Uh, bring, 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 bring. Um, they start bringing out uh, just gobs of plates of food just everywhere uh, on top of the food that's already there. Um, the uh, the captain grabs a, a a large shank of some kind of animal because, um, you know, I saw that earlier and I'm going to do it. <laughs> just takes a big bite out of it and starts, you know, mowing on it, uh, stripping down his face onto his onto his uh, onto his bib. So, uh, Captain, and um, uh, Dr. Less, and all, tell me about this, um, well, before we get to business, tell me what it's been like to be out in this expanse. I, I haven't been on an exploration missions in some time. They've got me doing diplomatic convoy missions and things like that. Certainly an interesting area. It's, uh, it's a welcome reprieve, getting back to exploration for exploration's sake. And there's plenty new to see out here. 
I've read some reports. I'm interested in meeting the, uh, <clears throat> I'd like a chance at some point to meet these, um, the Bonanue people. It's, uh, they sound remarkable. Um, Yes, I, th- I uh, believe you may get along with them. They know how to throw a feast. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, maybe I'll get some attempts to get out that way sometime once this mess here on an email is, is resolved. <clears throat> I've read that there's a, I've, I've seen reports recently that there are a lot of colonists moving into the area. Have you had any trouble with them yet? No, not uh, not particularly. We escorted a convoy over to the Holleran station that is being repurposed. Uh, mostly they are sticking to the places that we've already checked out. By the time by the time they get there, uh, we've moved on to the next place. That's good. Colonists always make exploration harder. How so? Uh, they always get in the way of things. They're making contact outside of protocol and finding worlds and terraforming them without telling anyone and setting up uh, these uh, colonies in territories that we're going to have to cede to Cardassians at some point. That kind of thing. Well, the Federation does seem to foster an air of exploration, doesn't it? Uh, as it should, as it should. It should leave the exploration to the experts, people like you and I, Captain. Yes. It takes a very determined, very hardy individual to go out and homestead a strange new world on your own. He, away from civilization, prefab facilities, living off the land. It does sound like an adventure. That's true. He takes a big bite out of the, the thing and kind of tears it off and bits of juice go flying everywhere. Um, Perhaps not everyone that should settle a world should be soldiers. No, not settling, just exploring. They when they When they find themselves in a world that is not yet made or determined to be suitable by Starfleet, then Starfleet almost inevitably has to go to some kind of rescue mission. And it takes away from the further exploration and the essential um, duties of Starfleet, which is to protect the people that are already here, uh, that are already working within the framework that the Federation has laid out. Starfleet could save a lot of time by not having to go and rescue all these people all the time. We'll remember that next time you send a distressing. Uh, he kind of laughs. And <laughs> uh, the missions they've got me on, chances are not very high that I will need distress, that I will be in any kind of serious distress. This ship has seen a lot One of combat. No, we'll never know, it's true. This ship has seen a lot of combat. It's well tested. Under the previous captain. Captain Genevieve Marceau, uh, the ship served uh, in the 77th Tactical Wing during the, during the Dominion War. It saw quite a great deal of combat. I'm familiar with the name. Quite a service record. Yes. 
Yes, well, she moved on, uh, up in rank and moving around and could never get me out of this seat. As he wiggles himself and the seat kind of just does, moves with him like it doesn't, <laughs> he's not moving in the seat so much as the seat and he are moving together. I enjoy seeing these older ships still in service, punching above their weight class. Uh, I was I was hoping she well. would get a refit, but uh, she's scheduled for decommission by the end of, I believe, next year, being replaced by a, uh, one of those Akiras. That's a shame. So uh, there's a lot of history in these old holes. Well, this ship is almost 100 years old, Captain. You'd be lucky if the Europa can make it that long. Yes, the Europa has so many new technical parts, such exact specifications that need to make, be maintained. They don't fly like those old Mirandas. Yeah. Some of those are, what, 200 years old at this point? They're getting up there. My first command was a Miranda. I liked that Fine ship. I imagine Fine that your, your chief engineer here, though, Mr. Kostra, is keeping the Europa quite sh- ship shape. Oh, yeah. She's hurting like a dream. We have a fine engineering crew. Like I said, a lot of exacting specifications, but we keep them maintained. Well, well I'm Googling something real quick because I want I actually want to know how old the Miranda classes are. I know they're up there. 23rd century is all it really says. 2260s. So they're a little over 120 years old. Is that all? Okay. 30. 110, 100 and something like that. They're old. They're old. Mm-hmm. Um, that's assuming that that's accurate, but, you know. Tell me, though, uh, about these people. As he takes a, a spoonful of some kind of potatoey looking thing. Tell me about the this uh, <clears throat> Emil, uh, the world of Emil, the... Doctor um, was Varn is his name. Ren. Ren. Ren is that doctor. Ven. 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 Yes. Anyways, tell me about what was what is going on here. Uh, I uh, I've read the reports, obviously, but it's best to hear from you. Well, we were having an observation mission, and he. Seemed to have lost the plot of it and decided to bond himself with one of the symbiotes on the planet. These symbiotes are, are like the Trill symbiotes, yes? They are similar, but they are capable of coming above land. Oh. Gross. I mean, excuse me, I... <laughs> I don't know much about the Trill. I, what I do know is uh, it, it, unfit for someone... Of my position, I find them to be somewhat, um, nothing offense to you, doctor, but, uh, unnerving. They're the two things living together. I don't understand it. 
Ren's there doing the Vulcan like fork in a in a piece of uh, like a bun cutting it with just perpetual Vulcan eyebrow. Yeah. The other Vulcan is just kind of watching everything. He's not even hardly eating. Um, he's got a couple of what you're guessing are vegetables chopped, chopped very finely. Uh, and he's occasionally taking a bite of one. Costa will say, well, it's a good thing they picked you for this mission then, huh? Well, they picked my crew for this mission. I am here to ensure the safety of the Federation uh, Dr. Takal here is uh, the expert on first contact. Takal just kind of raises his eyebrow. Indeed. Well, if I'm going to be quite frank, I think it's would be very difficult for you to understand if you already think that it's gross in some some aspect. He kind of wiggles the the meat stick that he had in his hand of course and i i didn't mean to offend you it was not uh, not my intention there's a fascinating species the trill i just don't understand them uh, that is again why dr to is here but the more i can know perhaps uh, as the federation says the more you know the uh, the more likely you are to i don't know what the phrase is but infinite diversity and all of that, I, I appreciate it and I respect it. But it takes some time to become accustomed to those kinds of things, you understand? Yes, I do. And she uh, forces a bit of a smile before continuing on. They, uh, they are incapable of leaving their atmosphere at the moment. They are de- dependent on a certain radiation coming from the planet. That should make it fairly easy to contain them in the event of any kind of... Um, uh, Gross contamination from the doctor's fine work, yes? Well, if it weren't for the fact that they have his knowledge and technology, then yes. I hear they adapt quickly, though, as well. There's something about their people are advancing at a... They are evolving rapidly. At least the section of them that are joined are evolving rapidly. The other section of them are about evolving at a very regular pace. To call uh, um, looks at the Vren. It is your sum. It is your your is it your findings that these creatures, uh, the, the symbiotes, are evolving as well, or are they simply causing evolution of the host species? Not looking from at Doctor Less, so. <laughs> from my cursory examination of the various findings here, it seems that the symbionts are directing the evolution of their hosts, but in doing so have to adapt themselves. I believe their change is much slighter than the change to the host. It's my theory, though not one I've been able to test in any meaningful manner, that they are attempting to achieve some perhaps even yet understood final form, more suited for this world and their ambitions. 
Dr. Less here and the team on the planet would have far more information on that, that subject, the Emil in general. Fascinating. Dr. Less, um, mm-hmm. you've studied these creatures for some time. I have. <clears throat> Make sure I get the right voice there. What is your some what is your evaluation of the symbiotes evolutionary capabilities of their own? Do you believe that they would have any opportunity either technologically or physically to be able to leave this planet in the next looks at his looks at his hand and kind of does a, a quick calculation on his fingertips um, five to seven years? Yes, I do believe they would at the rate that they are currently evolving they are currently changing their hosts on a biological level while inside of them. They are not waiting till for the next generation. Well, <clears throat> perhaps we should be focused then. Looks to the captain. If you don't mind, Captain, I would like to begin preparations for my team. The captain kind of wigg- you know, wiggles his meat stick around again. That's Vulcans for you. Always working hard. Always diligent people. Go, go to call. Do. You're not going to be enjoying your food anyways. Go, go. To call kind of just. Not, uh, not in any kind of uh, uh, emotional way, but some kind of. Uh, he, you definitely get the impression that he is not thrilled <laughs> with his captain's um, leadership techniques. Just kind of Obvious raises his eyebrow, <laughs> right? Raises his eyebrow a little bit and and uh, stands. If you will excuse me, Captain, Doctor, Doctor, Chief, Doctor, and then uh, he exits. Let's uh, let's jump back to the party real quick. Things are going. Uh, things have been going there for quite some time. Um, Probably starting to wind down a little bit, although I'm sure Koba is trying to keep people staying, pushing them back in the room. No, no, dance more. <laughs> no, Koba, Koba is like, this party doesn't die until like, somebody kills it. Because <laughs> Meatstick is quite the phrase. Um, yes. Uh, a few people have probably snuck out or, or moved to the uh, the side rooms for, for quieter spaces and after party kind of things. And, Plus, um, I think it's safe to say the synth hall is getting to us. Unless, unless we have uh, been trying it. Well, right. now, uh, For those of you they, who aren't drinking actual alcohol, but the nice thing about the synthahol is you can always just do away with it. And you kind of like they're kind of vague on they're kind of vague on whether synthahol actually gets you drunk. Sometimes it does, and then sometimes it doesn't. So there's an episode where they talk about it that the synthahol gets you drunk, but it's something that you can, in the event that you have to, kind of focus through it. Yeah, they so. they definitely mention like pills that get rid of like drunkenness instantly. Right. But yeah. Anyway. Uh my point is if you've been drinking, you're probably drunk by this point. Yes. Some level of inebriation or intoxication. Yeah. I think COVID is definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, but things again, like the the people are beginning to pair off or just in general things are slowing down and <clears throat> a lot of people are moving off. The the staff of the of the forward lounge are doing a lot of cleanup, so there's a lot of uh plate clinking but the band is still going um whatever you've got playing is still <clears throat> i mean there's you know they're synthetic so they can go on all this you know for as long as you want um 
Does anybody have anything they want to do? I, this is probably be something I wouldn't mind seeing something with Kendall since she came and hasn't done much. Uh, yeah. Is there anybody else who hasn't done anything? The, I think uh, what's his name? Uh, counselor yeah. renewal. Oh, we don't see often at all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I threw him in the party because he's lower deck. You know. Mm-hmm. Do we want to see him? No. Um. If not, I'm fine with somebody else. I just don't know who else it would be. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know about renewal. We can establish that character, but I think that character needs to be established <laughs> before sure. he gets in anything like this. Yeah, he's been um, on a couple of scenes, but it's he's only had I think three, two or three scenes the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He's just kind uh, of. Over. I, he might maybe he's one of the ones leaving early. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, he's t- he's a very sociable person. He's probably talking to a whole bunch of other people. Right. Um, uh, I mentioned it, but where where did you land? What do you think about Kendall and Jisa getting into a little bit of a fight? Oh, that's uh, one down. way to kill a party. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Also gives Mills something to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Although I will say I don't want it to reflect badly on the party. Uh, I don't want I don't want this to end up being uh, we never should have had a, had a party. No, no, uh, no, no. So yeah. let, me, let me just put that out there. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, we can do that. Uh, so we don't phaser holes in the ship or anything. <laughs> right, right. Um, so yeah, so I think Kendall has. I think she's got crew members she gets along with. They're probably just not named crew members. Uh, so she, but she uh, is talking with them. Uh, and she sees Jissa, and she's just like staring daggers at her. And I think, I think it's it'd be easy for Jissa to notice. Uh, well, I, I think uh, at this point, Jissa's had a few, quite a few, uh, and, especially and not after necessarily just just Synth Hall. Not just Synth Hall. No, uh, she she brought her own stock if she needed to. And especially after the whole Daphine thing, and I'm sure they've kind of like went back and forth, tried conversations, but Jesus sort of moving about various people and probably striking up conversation. Maybe Mills is even there in this group talking about various uh, away missions and other things that are going on. And the the topic again of that last one comes up and Jisa in her you know, drunk, loud party voice uh, is exclaiming how she's not a babysitter. I had to I had to sit with these two little junior officers, one so fresh out of the the out of Starfleet, out of out of the academy. You could smell the cadet on her. It was a mess. She got all pouty because the ship crashed and she thought she was going to be in charge. Uh, I'm I'm telling you, the Borg, they would have laughed at that shit. <laughs> Were you thinking that she goes up and picks a fight with Jissa over this? Because I don't know if that's something Kendall would do. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, the the two the two characters are not compatible it, in the way. It might be um, a, a, like an interesting like a verbal confrontation to start with, yeah. and then like I I don't see Kendall starting a physical assault, but I could definitely see I could almost certainly I, see Kendall doing some verbal. Yeah. Maybe yeah, not. Okay. But, I mean, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. yeah I, I I mean, I'm okay with like I was kind of expecting when you brought it up, like Jessa would go to her and. 
start shit. I think we're starting. Uh, I, I think what he's doing is setting up the right, laying up the scene, laying out the scene, mm-hmm. yeah. just setting it up the, as in the the you know this is this is the stuff that she's doing. Kendall is you know how does Kendall react to that, and then moving from there because I see Jesus absolutely being someone who would go start a fight, but is Kendall going to let her just talk crap like that in front of all of her friends and whatnot? I I would think, and uh, Brian, you can tell me if I'm off base or not, but I would think especially if Jesus goes into like something along the lines of like you know she even she got so whiny that i had to phaser her to keep her from going off killing herself i mean that's just a saturday night in euphoria i mean that still doesn't seem like something that where she would go to right but from where you're sitting all right how about how about, how about so she she gets up and she's i can bring it to you if you need me to bring it to you She's headed to the she's headed to the door and she like elbows Jissa. Uh like she's she's mad. She's not gonna stop she's not gonna start shit, but she's also not particularly concerned about uh sort of a passive passive aggressive. Yeah, uh, definitely passive aggressive. like like the, the shoulder yeah, the, shoulder to shoulder shoulder she bumps, thing. Yeah. She bumps into her kind of purposefully as uh she passes. Uh, yeah, Jesus is going to going to stand up and take a few quick steps forward and just again, very, very heavy, full body weight, just like hand over, like arm over the shoulder uh, in in that friendly, like bully playful way, like not quite a headlock, but a little bit, a little bit more elbow than you would really want. Uh, there's my favorite little cadet. We were just talking about you. You having fun? I think Kendall like gr- grabs at her arm and is like kind of pulling it, but like just is way stronger than her. Uh, and uh, so she's like, "But I'm 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 done for the evening. I've had enough fun." Yeah, yeah, you uh, you little ones—they don't break in like they used to. And she'll let go and like pat her on the back. All right, go take another nap. You know, for the record, she 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 walks up. Uh, she takes a couple steps, and she then she turns around and points it at Jessa, saying it loud enough that the rest of her can hear. Uh, just so you know, she will shoot you in the back if you if you turn away if if you turn away from her. Things start to slow down and, you know, people are starting to now watch. <laughs> I did you a favor, honey. You were walking off into the desert. I was headed. I was headed. I was trying to fix the ship like you did. Not three hours later. Yeah, but I didn't have to go face plant in the sand to do it. I only face planted because you shot me. Phasers quicker than heat in the in, in exhaustion. We're saving us both some time. Might have lost you if you got more than 20 paces out. You know, Jissa. I've submitted a complaint directly to Starfleet. And I hope I hope you get 
I hope you get uh, dismissed. Yeah, we'll see if this one sticks. If it doesn't, I'm out. If it doesn't, I don't think I, I, I think it better because I think by the end of this, one of us is going to no longer be in Starfleet. Well, she spins around back to flight team at all. Well, we blew the hell out of a whole bunch of Jem Hadar, and you take naps on away missions. So we'll uh, we'll let the record speak for itself, right, fellas? There's some awkward. Uh, uh, yeah, nobody else is comfortable with this. Yeah, there, there's some <laughs> awkward, like, yeah, yeah. You should probably have a seat, Jisa. <laughs> yeah, she'll she'll go over to like one of one of the uh flight crew engineers and like slouch down. <laughs> I would like I would like to use a value. Sure. I have Kendall has the value. Uh cannot let it out, right? Sure. I'm going to let her let it out. So you're going to challenge uh, the value. Yeah. Yeah, I'm challenging the value. Uh, so what I'd like to do... <laughs> Kendall doesn't have the empathy talent. Um, right, but I mean, if you're, spending a, you're spending a determination, or you have a determination to spend in a non combat scene i mean even if you were to do combat with it like i'm i'm willing to say if you want to do something special that you couldn't normally be able to do you're spe- you're yeah. challenging a the first I time would, in any campaign i've ever run where someone is challenging there <laughs> <laughs> i would just like to give jessa a bloody nose psychically yeah okay so i want to make sure it's psychic and not like you're running up and punching her no no okay psychically I don't think it's purposeful, but I think it's definitely happening. If you're okay with that, uh, Jack. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. you get the look of on Kendall's face that she. Uh, yeah. What does that look like? She's. Go ahead. Describe your face, and I'll describe the rest. Yeah. So, like, uh, her her psychic powers are uh, her, her her empathic powers are current have been directed inward, but I think she's going to like stop this is causing her so much stress and she's like staring at you and her it's not visible but like whatever's in her brain is coming out and it is going right through her directed thoughts towards Jissa and filling her brain with um well i'll take i'll take that part but yeah you so, take that part. yeah you've got you've got this look on on her face where it's just that that carry level of rage um, you know, the, the almost impotent rage, uh, yeah. when Jisa starts feeling a lot of pressure on the front of her, you know, frontal cortex, like the, the, the part of your brain that makes you have emotion and, you know, personality, um, after a few seconds, uh, um, you actually start to feel almost a bit of a headache and then you can feel the, the little bit of, of blue blood trickling out of your, out of your nose. And one of the officers, one of the other flight guys is Jisa and points to your face real quick. But there's there's no outward sign that this is just the super anger and like you can see that she's staring at you with that that like eleven she's not no handout but that like eleven from Stranger Things okay. like 
it may it, it doesn't even look like she's intentionally boring a hole into your brain necessarily but like clearly she's extremely mad it wouldn't be hard to put two and two together necessarily yeah i think it's up to you whether you figure out uh that it's she's doing it or not i mean i think it would be more interesting uh if you know it was obvious that this was some sort of assault then go with it yeah okay um I mean, what what do, what does that look like from Kendall's end, though? I mean, if you're just standing there angry, I don't know how. Oh, like, uh, sure, you're you're Betazoid, but I don't I mean, think even Betazoids get angry. I really people don't think, yeah, I really don't think it's something she's doing purposefully. She's not like outstretching. Right. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I think this is. Uh, I, I would almost say I, you could see her doing that, like the shaking in her eyes, or or have because you're only okay. half Betazoid, okay. right? Yeah, she's full. Oh, is that okay? Um, yeah. But you can definitely see like that 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 look i mean it's it's not hard to figure out that whatever kendall is her rage is causing this issue like it wouldn't be hard at all to figure that out she's kind of stationary she's clearly staring directly at you Mm. plus i think you could feel it like yeah okay you might even you might even get some flashes of like thought from from yeah no i I think there's a brief like she she goes and like really grabs her forehead and pinches the top of her nose and wipes her bloody nose on her on her arm all right there we go girl after you have to rely on that betazoid mind powers of yours sure but uh we do things a little bit more direct here and she stands up you want to play i think mills will stand up and try to like shake off the booze hey hang on Where'd that nurse go? Do we uh do do we want to recreate the Starship Trooper scene? <laughs> flight versus uh, flight versus infantry because Jisa will like body tackle her if we want to go that far. But we don't say, have to go that far. I, I like the idea of Jisa getting ready to, to to make that lunge and Mills intercepting, so it doesn't actually get to the point where there's actual physical contact. Okay, because <laughs> yeah. physical contact means that you got to get upper decks involved. Yeah, <clears throat> which we could do, but. Um, I like the, the interception idea. is uh, very no, like drunken, wobbly interception. What were you say, Jack? Uh, no, Jisa, Jisa will. We're we're all out of uniforms. There's no rank here. You want to dance? We can dance. And she like uh, cracks her knuckles and like she lunges, but mills. Right. Kendall will point point and yell, and she'll say, "If I had a phaser, I'd treat you like you treated me. You'd have to hit me first. And that, and now I think that's when Mills interferes. Yeah. So either way, Mills is there, stops yeah. the stops Jisa from you know quite possibly gutting <laughs> Kendall. Yeah. Right. She like like boozily uprights herself from the the bar she's been leaning on and grabs Jisa's shoulder from behind. Look, see, we're not in uniform. We're still on the ship. That's like Exo's kid. You don't want to mess with that shit. Yeah, I don't want to don't want to mess with the baby girl. Uh, it was just getting fun. I was with the babysitter. I'm just gonna like stumbly push Mills to the side. And, like you wanna fight, we can go blow it up a hollow. I'll be yes. a way, way better fight than than, than the, the 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 rookie. What is Kendall doing? As Jesus is going there. back to Kendall. sit down with her people. 
Kendall begins walking towards her and she's like pointing angrily and she's saying she should be locked up in the brig. She shouldn't be out here. And I think Koba comes up to her and it's just like, whoa, we're all having fun here. Go back to the playground, cadet. She said she uh, Koba like shoves her away uh, and she goes. And she goes, fine, fine, I'm leaving. You win again, Jisa. And then she goes out. Nothing matters more than the win. As Kendall's going out the door. Yeah. Nice, interesting conversation between Jisa and Kendall. Kendall has left the Kendall has left the bar. <laughs> um, yeah. And and just to put out there, we're all good. We are not our characters. We play our characters, but yeah. It's just good to say on a show. Yes, sure. I, I know, I know. I, I, it, it's, it's tough being mean. I don't like doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I love being mean. I love being mean. Being mean is fun. Mm. All right, back aboard the other ship. Um, that little party thing is winding down. Also, um, the EXO has been the, the captain has been, uh continuing on in the same fashion that he had been you, you got to talking about the the stuff going on on the mill and dominion war and all that kind of stuff um and yeah, i think ambrose would try to steer the conversation away from the war whenever it comes back up and like sure. he'll, he'll tie it into other things that have been going on here uh probably not terribly noticeable to other people except perhaps uh Desabi. Right. But he's de- he definitely steers the conversation away from the <clears throat> from anything Borg or Dominion. Right. Yeah. And Savi will help him with that because I imagine he's about as tactful about the war with the two veterans in the room as he is about culture oh, and the Emil and right. everything else. You would note uh as empaths that he he is a veteran of the war. He obviously served during the war, everybody did. Um but he's he's every time he brings it up, he's definitely trying to um self-aggrandize. Self-aggrandize because you get the impression that he didn't really do a whole lot. Like he was probably logistics or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a combat right. captain. So. so he's trying to do a little bit of that self-aggrandizement. And since you're both considered well, at least certainly Ambrose is um is a decorated officer, you know, and I think the Savi yeah. was too. Um, he's trying to kind of not false valor, uh, stolen valor, you guys, but you know, sort of that deal. Like, Hey, I'm one of the cool kids. Right. Respect me. Um, as things begin to wind down the doctor, uh, someone calls, uh, there's a medical, uh, minor medical emergency in sick bay. Someone's broken their leg. The doctor excuses herself and, Dr. Dasavi, it was good to meet you. Um, I look forward to uh, reading more of your papers coming up. I have heard there was a, a, an interesting surgical procedure, and I'm looking forward to seeing yeah, any papers you produce on that. I'm, I'm interested in xenobiology as a specialty of mine. Quite interesting. <clears throat> uh, mine as well. In fact, uh, if you'd like to, to chat, I could accompany you to the med bay. I'm certain you're more than capable of managing a broken leg. She kind of side glide, side eyes the captain, and he's clearly wrapped up in whatever it is he's doing. Looks back at you. Of course, please. Um, any an extra set of hands wouldn't hurt. Assuming that's okay with you, uh, 
looking to Ambrose. Certainly. Well, sick bay's this way. Savvy will follow. <laughs> you get the the impression from you know the 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 Beta Z connection there that she is uh, happy that this is over for her and that the captain is she's no longer in the captain's presence kind of thing. Huh. Um, you guys get the impression the entire time that the captain is oblivious, but the crew is very patient with his uh, his eccentricities. Um, but they're not really like in love with this guy. <laughs> like he's clearly, he's a captain of a Starfleet vessel. He's clearly capable, but he's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, no one really Unfoot. likes him. He's not beloved. Right. Right. Your uh, captain is quite the character. <sighs> he's, um, he's a good person. He may not always come across that way. He's a bit brash. He genuinely has the crew's best interest at heart. Or at least that's... He's always acted that way. He may not always speak that way. I wouldn't be sending him on any any diplomatic missions anytime soon, but... Not his specialty, no. He's he's logistics. He was was logistics for many years. Uh, He served uh, at Starfleet Command for some time as a logistics engineer for uh, a logistics, a logistics officer for uh, during the war, a lot of moving people and parts around. He's, he sees a lot of things I think as numbers rather than as individuals. Mm. See that. But he wouldn't be here if he hadn't earned it. I'm sure. No doubt. A lot of, a lot of this crew misses our, Our previous captain, she was uh, something else, something much like, I believe, your Captain Ambrose. It can be difficult losing a captain, even <coughs> even when your new captain is capable of filling the shoes of your former captain. <sighs> and she just kind of like looks off a little. mildly verklempt. Yeah, it doesn't take much. The the Dr. Winters is like, oh, I'm I didn't even think you you uh Europa left with Captain Hage. I'm sorry for your loss. Appreciated. He died saving the ship, which is what he would have wanted. I clearly what he did want. And well he was fortunate it is we were able to save his symbiont so yes he's not uh, entirely gone um uh, a young uh i didn't i don't remember the name but a young ensign that was aboard ship uh um, yes 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 i believe that was well, i'm not sure that was in your report or not but the, the the surgical procedure that the report you wrote for that the uh the paper on that was also interesting i i do follow your career somewhat um I, you are a. Uh, uh, there's a lot of people aboard this ship that uh, long to be aboard the Europa. <laughs> it is tr- a coveted position, yes. to be sure. A ship of true exploration. Um, it's It must be nice to be able to get back to the business of Starfleet, as it was put. 
bit of a shame that there's not more uh, <laughs> more space support a Titan class. Uh, how is it to work with the the AI? Eva is uh, unique. Um, we've had quite the sort of moral and ethical discussions around if around her ability to think for herself, supposed to put it. Having a ship that can practically predict your every need, that can certainly think faster than any of the humanoid life forms aboard ship. That's quite the blessing. Well, if there's ever an opening aboard ship, maybe I will. <laughs> if you ever decide to retire, Doctor, let me know. <laughs> I will keep you in mind. What is it the Apache is doing when it's not? Well, under under this new captain, um, we have been largely doing, uh, under Captain Tanover, we've been doing mostly uh, diplomatic missions. Uh, we've been, uh, I don't want to say second contact kind of situations, but a lot of backfilling the the, the diplomacy of the research vessels, the, the, the Mackinac and the Europa and things like that. Um, we were recently assigned here from uh, the 8th Fleet. Well, this is the 8th Fleet still, but we were assigned from uh, near the border with the Romulans and the Klingons when Captain uh, Marceau was promoted. And we were moved out here um, to do that kind of thing. And we've only been doing this for maybe a, a month and a half, maybe two months. Uh, we're looking forward to being able to do a lot more of the diplomacy that perhaps you, your crew wasn't able to, to facilitate, but due to your, your constraints of, of exploration, it's still, it's still similar to the, th it's, there's definitely a place for what we do. I like being able to have contact with these, all these, all these new species and learning about them, but it's not quite the same as being on the cutting edge, the, the razor's edge of, of exploration, which is what, Many of us joined Starfleet 4, right? True. Doctor, I know Dr. Tikal is a specialist in first contact, and he's been doing a lot of, uh, he's been dealing with the, the Lemarians and cultures like that that were exposed, that, that were exposed to Federation um, technologies yeah. earlier. Um, via mill situation, uh, does offer a unique challenge for all of us, though, and I'm looking forward to taking it on. It does. I'm on the one hand, it's I'm always up for a good challenge. On the other hand, I don't entirely envy the delicate position of trying to salvage what's been done while also tempering their advancement so they don't burn themselves out in the process. Yes. But that is, uh, is the challenge before us. Hopefully we can manage it. 
You will, no doubt. Starfleet wouldn't have sent you if they had. They didn't think they could. Of course. <clears throat> and the Apache has a good crew. We'll. Um, once we get, I think, settled in with our new captain, everything will work quite. We'll go quite swimmingly. Um, you have had Dr. Less aboard your ship for a little while. Um, she is, mm-hmm. to my knowledge, being reassigned here. I've got the uh, uh, crew manifest updates. Um, I'm looking forward to having a chance to work with someone who has been studying these people for some time. I, again, my, my study, my, my focus is xenobiology. Um, and there is, there are a few species that fascinate more than, um, those that are symbiotic, either directly symbiotic, the trill or, uh, semi-symbiotic, um, like a baleen whale and, and, fish i can't think of the name of the fish right now my bad um, um but you know what i mean the uh, yep. the symbiotic uh, uh it's it's definitely something fascinating to me and while the captain may have his own opinions um i'm not sure how much of that isn't uh isn't bravado and i'm looking forward to a chance to i've, I've never met a trill uh so I'm looking forward to it. They are a very unique people with a very rich culture. The the ability to learn firsthand about your ancestors is enviable at times. I'm certain also quite difficult. The idea of being able to pass down information from one generation to another is actually something that I'm working on. Oh, through through computer technologies, being able to upload your information. It's it's the, um, it's a derivative of Dr. Ira Hayes's. Ira, Ira Hayes. Yes. Um, Dr. Yes. Uh, his work. Ira Hayes is not the correct name. Um, but I've been working on his, uh, his research that he'd had uh, at the time of his death. Uh, it's interesting. Yes. The transferal of one's neuro, neuro sentience into a computer. Uh, graves. Ira graves. graves. Ira Graves, that's the word. I was close. Ira Hayes was a Native American who uh, fought at Iwo Jima. <laughs> um, Dr. Ira Graves' work. Um, I find it fascinating. and uh, I think it would be an interesting concept, especially with the technologies that we're reaching with the uh, positronic nets that we're putting into computers these days, or the experimental work of Dr. Maddox with Europa, uh, to be able to transfer our own knowledge, our own consciousness into another another uh, empty vessel, or even just to be able to load it into a machine and and have that lifetime of experience and be able to pass it to the next generation, or um, even just have it available to be scanned while we're still alive. Um, okay. I think it has a lot of potential. 
It does. It does. So much gets lost in the nuance of of recording and uh, memory after the fact. Significant amount of benefit to that. Those were <laughs> yes. Well, as I said, I look forward to looking to reading more of your papers and. Uh, this is sickbay. If you wish to help setting a leg, you're more than welcome. If not, I, I'm glad I was able to get you out of that, uh, out of that dinner. <laughs> I appreciate the reprieve. If you, if you need a hand, I'm more than happy to lend it. Um, otherwise, I probably should go rescue my own captain. Or is Sorry, I'm getting a bunch of messages now that I, my phone's not muted. Um, I would, our captain, Captain Tavares, will continue talking until uh, someone makes him stop or until everyone leaves. So uh, it wouldn't be wrong. It wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing for you to go rescue your captain. Yeah, Tara probably ended up more or less politely interrupting at some point and started almost lecturing him about Emil culture and what he will need to know when they get on the surface and started using food to make diagrams and with big hand gestures. And she started on a ramble now and you can't stop her. <laughs> Every now and then he'll interject and, and like grab a piece of meat and off of your, your display. And like, and if this happens, <laughs> just, um, like, what happens if this, I like, see the problem. Door. If I just do this, <laughs> right. What if this group over here decides they want to invade this group over here? <laughs> kind of, um, just trying to get the, the, you get that he's very invested in, in what you're saying, even though he doesn't really get a lot of the cultural stuff. He's once you start getting into the the way things are laid out and the way the civilizations are functioning together, that's when he gets really interested. Like the logistics of the civilizations is when he gets uh very engaged to the point where the XO uh uh actually looks at the captain and uh Kostra and kind of waves you over to where the, the chef is. There's like a little bar there, a little, little waiting, uh, a bar. I mean, it's a little sushi bar kind of deal. Sure. Um, if you don't mind, the uh, Kevin's going to be there until you make him not be there. And they seem to be enjoying themselves. So um, I will rescue you as best I can. Um, and he pours a, a drink for both of you. Yeah. <sighs> It has been an exhausting uh, month and a half, Captain. We have been doing a lot of back work. Uh, the Laramarians, a group that you encountered with uh, some time ago, a very fascinating species. We're working on ways to be able to go down to their planet and have conversations with them that are not just through uh, atmospheric communication, but they're so deep in the water. It's interesting stuff. Um, tell me what... <laughs> Uh, what's it been like to explore the worlds the way you have? I'm fascinated by it. And Mr. Kostra, um, stiff drink? Yeah, I'll take whatever you got. Stiffer the better. We don't have to actually roleplay this out because I don't want to, but just, that's what he's done to get you away from things. Oh, sure. Um, just because that's the same rehashing stuff we've already talked about. Yeah, sure. Um, let's go back to the party. Um, things here appear to be wrapping up. We've got, uh, Kendall has left the room, obviously. And a lot of the, 
a lot of the energy has it was already kind of winding down anyways but the energy a lot of the a lot of the the, the good vibe energy has kind of left the room and a lot of people are beginning to pack up and, and head out um it's down to mostly just like the the hardcore partiers and the direct friends of Kostra, like um hanging out and talking and even Kostra is probably probably well i don't know Kostra might not ever slow down i don't know or koba i mean not Kostra. koba koba may never slow down it's hard to say um but uh i think another a quick uh a wind down of mills not mills sorry silva and tong could be a fun one mm. agreed so yeah uh maybe they're walking back to their quarters seems like a fun way to do that sure yeah uh and she'll say uh you know, this was a great idea. Thanks for asking me, Tom. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 of course. No, this this was this was a lot of fun. Uh, not not sure what I expected, um, but it was it was it was fun. It was uh, very 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 interesting. Yeah. A lot of a lot of lot of different things happened tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was only one fight, which, uh, you know, kind of counts as a poor party in my book. But, uh, you know, it's it's more than you'll see on most Starfleet starships. Right. I, I, I'd imagine uh, uh, back back at the Academy there, there were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those uh, th- those those could those could get a little out of hand. Yeah. Well, uh, just promise me if I ever get, if I ever get into one, a fight at a party, you'll back me up. Right. Yes. Yes, I can. I can do that. Of course, I can. I think she'll uh, she'll reach out. She'll touch his head, his lobes. She'll lean down and she'll just kiss the top of the top of his lobes. Uh, uh, Thanks for the evening. Right. No, it was a, uh, it was, it was, it was a great time. Well, I'll see you. I'll see you on. I'll see right. You on. Yeah. This, this, uh, this, this is you. Um, it was, it was great. We, uh, we, we should do it again. I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know when, if, if Cobra is going to uh, do anything like this, uh, but we, we could, um, I think next time, I think, I think we can have our next day without Cobra. I've got some holodeck time after, uh, after third ship tomorrow. You ever gone, uh, you ever, you ever gone rock climbing? Um, no, no, I can't say that I have. Well, then I have some rocks to show you. (laughs) Right. Rock climbing. Can't be too hard, can it? Only if you do it right. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, Holodeck three. See you then. Okay. Great. Uh, right. Um, good night. Good night. She walks through the door, gives him one more glance, and uh, the door sh- slides shut behind him. I wasn't sure how much of that rock climbing was a euphemism, but <laughs> no, none, of it. 
<laughs> I did not mean any of it. <laughs> I know. So yeah. I, I think really it was the, I've got some rocks for you. <laughs> it was the oh, rocks from you. And how hard can it be? I got what you're going. It's, I think it's fine. Yeah. It's cute. Um, Tong gets his nice exhale and we cut. My, my, my favorite scene was adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else at the party have anything they want to shut down? Anything they want to, anything they want to do on the way out? Um, I think we don't have much for, well, I mean, Yezabeth and um, Daphine. I don't think you guys really had much going on there. I don't think so. Uh, Yezabeth is going to uh, she she stays at the party longer than she thought she would. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it was a successful night, although she is exhausted mentally and physically by the end of the night. So we're left with basically Koba, Mills, Daphine, and Jesus. Koba. Koba is passed out uh, behind the holographic bandstand. <laughs> oh, I, I figured uh, Mills and and Jesus sort of left like stage left to okay. to Kendall's uh-huh. stage right sure do we want to do that soon i don't i don't what I, mills sure. ushering jisa no, out of the room I, I i thought i thought we were wrapping up in that direction i got gotcha. you yeah. understood but that's fine i wasn't sure where that left off but i like that that works um yeah i, I think i think it was a mills doing the whole yeah let's let's wind, we'll find an after party somewhere let's get out of here right let's <laughs> let's shut that down yeah. Um, after a little time goes by, uh, uh, that party's wound down, and it's getting pretty late on the uh, aboard the Apache when uh, finally the captain, uh, uh, Captain Tenever, uh, is getting ready. To, you could you could tell like the cooks have cleaned up everything else, and he's you know, like, if, if we're going to continue this conversation, we should have more food. Um, at which point the XO steps in and says, I believe it's uh, fairly late, Captain. The, the crew of the Europa has a lot of work to do in the morning, I'm sure. Uh, maybe we should uh, call it an evening. At which point the Captain Tavares sits back in his chair and kind of rubs his belly and pulls the, finally pulls the, the, the thing off of his, the, the, the bib that is just soaked in grease and to the point where his uniform is also now soaked in grease. Jeez. And other things. Pulls it off and throws it on the table. So be it. Uh, well, um, he stands up and kind of forces himself out of the chair. Um, Captain Ambrose, uh, it was very good to meet you and puts out a hand that is still covered in gross. Um, mm-hmm. He hasn't really washed his hand much. It was a pleasure meeting you. I have heard... Uh, th- there are so many stories of you and you live up to all of them. I am grateful to have a chance to have met you stories captain they uh they have a they have a way of getting away from the individual it was a pleasure yes um your good doctor uh less here and walks over and and uh picks up a couple more of the pieces of whatever she was using as terrain um like a like a like a truffle pops in his mouth i'm looking forward to her coming to work with board look work aboard ship i think we have uh an excellent future ahead of us. This is a meal issue. I, I think we can handle it quite clearly and plainly with the help of Dr. Les, of course. And by the time the Savi comes back in. 
<sighs> if you'll excuse me, uh, I... It was a good evening. I'm going to go take a, a rest. And uh, if we have any need of you, Captain, we will talk to you as soon as we can. Very good. Me and the XO here will make sure all the transfers are in order. Yes. Um, uh, Commander, uh, Commander Vorens here will escort you back to the transporter room. Oh, oh, uh, I had a gift for you here, and I can't remember where I put it. I'll tell you what, I will have the commander transfer it to you once I actually figure out where I put it. He looks around a little bit and then kind of, uh, I might have listed my quarters. <clears throat> Again, Captain, good to, <clears throat> good to see you. Yes, likewise. It's uh, it's always a pleasure to exchange pleasantries with another Federation officer, especially out here. Maybe next time we meet, we can have this aboard the Europa. I've been wanting to see a newer ship. Well, the ship is impressive, but uh, we might have to work on the meal. Yeah. Don't have your chefs. <laughs> if we get around to it, I will. Facilities. Uh, did you want my sous chef? I think we'll make do yeah. for now. Fair enough. Good night, Captain. Doctor, doctor, doctor. Captain. Chief. Costra grabs a bit to go, pops it into a bag, and he's like, what? They don't have this in the replicator. All right. Um, you guys can get back to the ship. Um, Anything else we want to do to wrap up the evening? I don't really have anything else. I was going to have a pack lid thing happen, but it's late enough. I don't want to do that. Uh, we kind of got yeah. lost in the kind of got lost in the parties. I think I'm That's good. just what we need right now. I know. <laughs> right? I know. We're close enough uh, to where the pack lid and Romulan situation happened earlier. I was going to follow up on that, but we're probably mm -hmm. kind, of, kind of past that at this point. We had talked about ending the session with the Ambrose Dasavi mind meddling conversation yeah yeah we can um we could also if you really want to hold that off we can because we have an episode of that coming with that coming up but it wouldn't hurt to, <laughs> to have it if you want to have it now i'd like to have the personal conversation now all right we'll have you guys beam back aboard the ship um <laughs> you exit the transport room and i assume that varen uh <coughs> and Kostra, hang on. <coughs> Good lord. Um, excuse themselves and head back to not doing whatever it is that this is. Uh, um, Vren probably has things to clean, and I'm sure Kostra has uniform to pour himself out of. Himself out of. Yeah. Um, and I'm. Sarah probably relaxes the minute they're off the other ship and just gives Ambrose and Asavi a look of. I'm gonna have to deal with that for the next however long he means well he's a bit rougher on the edges no oh, easy met... assignment to starfleet <laughs> they're both oh i've met many yeah go ahead. a uh what's the word it's not insensitive higher officers 
they are usually not suited for diplomatic missions, from my understanding. I'm going to go make a booklet for him. <laughs> make sure to include pictures. She goes off. Make sure you have their dietary stuff in uh, <laughs> included. <laughs> She's probably going to go off and find Elizabeth too because she told her she'd be back. <laughs> okay. Um, that might be a fun scene to do. Uh, so the two of you, uh, Dasavi and Ambrose, are walking through the halls back to, I'm guessing, respective quarters since they're on the same deck. Um, you can have the it's it's late on the ship so there's not really any crew around you could have the conversation in the hallway or you could you know have it in one of the quarters if you wanted to either way um but you're you're making your way through the corridors at the moment uh, to your quarters on deck two um yeah i think as we're as we're walking Tavi's not really saying much um, but there is a very clear sense that she has a lot to say, that, that something is weighing very heavily on her. Um, and as they reach their, if they reach her quarters, um, he says, if you have a moment. We talk. Uh, you can probably feel that Ambrose is like actually legitimately tired <laughs> from that from that evening, from that encounter, mentally exhausted. Um, he'll nod. Of course. She will. Um, just kind of wave him in, um, make a couple <laughs> Rectinos in the replicator, hand him one. Unofficially, off the record. And she sits down and sets the Rectino on the coffee table in front of her. I told Jurad several times. I'm not fit for command. This is not a position I'm suited to. This is not a position I ever wanted. I agreed to attempt the command search for my friend. I stepped into the role for the ship. I think I think recent events, especially contrasted with, uh, no doubt, Starfleet will see it differently. But I think contrasted with 
the command I hold in a med bay versus what happened the other day plays that out. I didn't know what to do, Arani. We had six dead that didn't need to be, and I couldn't bear the thought of any of our own dying. Or any more of theirs dying because of us. As a doctor, you're trying to do everything you can to save life, preserve life. Outside of the med bay, you go from blue to reds. Sit down in the big comfy chairs in the bridge, or you beam down to a planet. <clears throat> the training is different. Because you know you can't always save life, preserve life. You have to strive for that. It has to be a priority. but you can't let that paralyze you. You have to grow a, you have to grow a callus that I don't that most people shouldn't have to grow. Sure, you've lost people on in the mid bay before. I know you have. But you don't see them until after whatever did that to them. When your commands, you're usually the person who sent them there. Nobody's first command goes well. It's a learning curve. Learning curves don't involve taking someone's autonomy. <clears throat> Even if it is in the interest of saving their lives. I'm sure you've heard the, the reports, the stories, as I have, about the Dominion occupation of Beta Z. They used your gifts at manipulation to save themselves and their planet, to drive out the invaders. That was war. It that was, was war. Different. It was very different.
unfortunately, not unfortunately, actually, that does not have any place in the Federation and how we conduct ourselves. I agree. We are not meant to be the shepherds of every fledgling species, every faltering civilization out amongst the stars. We can't be. We don't have that right. We don't have the ability to do that. Not logistically, not morally, philosophically. No, but when we choose to meddle in their affairs... Things get difficult. That's why these observation missions, why first contacts are so dangerous. There were better ways to handle that situation. And you froze. You made a bad call because you were paralyzed by wanting to preserve life to minimize risk minimizing risk is it's good but there's there's always going to be some because we have to conduct ourselves as federation representatives You need to trust that your people are able to handle their own. You had capable officers with you down there. You had standard Starfleet equipment that are well calibrated to be non-lethal. You got in your head as a doctor. I can't fault you for that. Because you are a doctor. You're a damn good one. I know you took the position largely because there was nobody else to. You were closer with Gerard than, than I was. Every captain needs a first officer they can rely on. I've had, I have relied on you while you've been in this position. You bring up a lot of good points. You contrast different thoughts, different values that I have, that I see in the moment. I think if you chose to, you could grow into this position.
I'm not sure that's a choice that you want. Pretty sure it's not. Tell you the same thing I told Jorad every time he said that. I appreciate the confidence. I think it is misplaced. I have. And that is why you're not a good first officer. I have a great many talents. This is not it. And I can serve as that counterpoint to you as your CMO. The same I did for Jorah. You don't need me here for this. You need somebody who can make that decision in the field, make the correct decision in the This was always meant to be a temporary position. Unfortunately, so far away from core Federation space, temporary can take some time. Sure, Admiral, Ar Admiral Aralani is working on things. There's only so many of us out here in this expanse. I need you to get some rest, to go over these last few missions, looking at the from the outside in. And I need you to pull yourself together. It's late. We're both tired. It's been a few stressful missions in a row. And I'm sure when those reports make their way to brass and back, we'll have more to deal with. But that is why I need you to get some rest, go over things, and get yourself in order. And we'll see what that means soon. All right. All right. Yeah, there, there's a there's a pause, but I think uh, Ambrose, yeah, he'll just stand up. Nod and walk through the door. She He's not used to dismissing himself. <laughs> You're dismissed. Wait, this is your room. Uh, <laughs> bye. Go sleep in the bed. <laughs> ah!
out of your room. I usurp this. All right. Let's go ahead and call that a night. Um, I think the Yezabeth thing would have been good, but I think we're over on time. Tonight is a hard out time because I have to work in the morning. So, uh, ah, that was a good episode. Uh, what moment stands out to you guys the most? We didn't roll a single dice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you very often don't. No, I'm not complaining. That was good. It's just kind of funny. Turned out my my backlight there. I just noticed went out because I'm really dark oh. in the stream. <laughs> yeah, you are a little bit. Yeah, that's all right. Must have got unplugged. Um, so yeah, anybody else have anything that stands out? What moment stands out most to you? I liked the confrontation between Jisa and Kendall. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Um, I liked the very uncouth captain. I loved the Tong and Silva. That was so adorable. Yeah. Um, and then and Doctor Last serenading with her food. Listen, she didn't bring any paper with her. <laughs> that would be perfect. You work with what you have. <laughs> Jack, Brian, you guys got anything? Oh, I mean, uh, I liked a lot of moments. Uh, uh, I I really enjoyed playing uh, Koba in that in that scene. Just no drama there. Just he he played, it felt uh, at home. Koba in yeah. Like, in, in yeah, there was, was a good party. There was a lot tonight <laughs> a, a lot of very different things tonight uh i know i'm going to have to remove myself from it and and go back and look at the uh the jisa kendall situation because that that is that is a thing to to role play <laughs> yeah um so i'm glad that was interesting but i was an angry Andorian at the moment <laughs> uh, and and angry well inebriated Andorian at the moment right uh no, I I really liked the uh, Yesbeth going to invite Tara to the party with the worst invitation reason ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so helpless at parties. Please come with me so I don't have right. to be alone and scared. Right. <laughs> and then I Tara really... just immediately dragging her into a mosh pit. Oh, yeah. I have to. Oh, wait, this isn't that bad. I don't know if she would agree that it wasn't that bad, but yeah. Could have been worse. Hey, she knows what it's like now. Yeah. She had fun. She had an experience. I think there was a lot of really good reconnects between all of our secondary sort of junior characters that we've that we've missed for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice every once in a while to do these like full downtime, full just like ship interaction episodes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it'd be cool if we could do if we could interject a little bit more of them as things are going. So it's yes. not yeah. one of these big episodes and then we don't see them for a month right. uh, or more. And then we get back to that because um, I, I would really I am really interested to see where Jisa and Delphine go, because that always starts weird, progresses promising and then ends badly. <laughs> uh, ends awkwardly. Only, yeah, for yeah. sure. I liked yeah. that scene a lot. I liked, and I, so one of the things I really enjoyed about that scene was I think you saw a lot from Jisa. I, I mean, there was a lot there from Daphine, uh, without question, like the Daphine wanting to 
deal with her, you know, char- know more about the future. Where is this going? <coughs> what does this mean to you? And then Daphine, uh, sorry, Gisa being really completely incapable of having, you know, an emotion, a good emotion. <clears throat> and then having that moment where she sees Tong and Silva having their good moment. Um, and that I think I like it because I think that leads to Gisa drinking more. Gisa having mm-hmm. talk a lot of crap about Kendall and push off her emotions yeah. and her feelings on, on, on all of that. I think that party, I think Gisa had the most character growth uh, of all the characters, but also the most, I think we've seen from Gisa. I've been waiting for some good Gisa moment. It was a good Gisa moment. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And I'm curious to see what Daphine does because clearly now Daphine has, it, it, the ball is kind of in her court. Like Gisa certainly mm-hmm. could approach and do something, but Daphine now has, to make the decision like is this something that i can pursue or is this not gonna work because she's kind of her own thing over there and i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that two two out. very different lifestyles yeah. both in the past and like current mentality yeah future yeah. mentality i like it i think that is probably the most interesting relationship on the ship i really like tong and silva because that's a cute relationship but that mm-hmm. the thing is i what i really like is the two side by side the two compared to each other and it's yep. both you guys are both the same character you're the same players but different completely different characters and it's it's interesting to see how all of that is playing out i like the dichotomy mm-hmm. that's yeah. the benefit of these party scenes like that's the re- that's the reason i've been wanting to do this kind of scene since like session yeah. one yeah is because the putting all these characters next to each other gives like some alchemy to it right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i i was actually waiting for somebody to um to really try to engage with Ambrose and everybody ran away scared. Yeah. Ambrose will party, man. I mean, he was in uniform. He had his pips on, but heavy is the I mean, he, he's an army crown. kid. He'll party. <laughs> heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yep. Captain, you're not going to be able to party with the rest of the crew. I, yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, like, that, I'm going to go grab my, my special hidden drinks and go over and pour, pour out a round for some people. And they all ran away. <laughs> I, I do like that Silva and him got along well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think they have more in common. Considering they are very different, they have more in common than we think. And and this is a this is a big contrast to when we started in the beginning of season one because there was kind of some some butting heads. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, of course, uh, Federation in the war and Maquis in two very different, you know, sometimes different sides, very different styles. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Similar traumas in some cases. It, yeah. So it's interesting that it's, you know we're seeing a little bit of that coming together. It's been fun to watch the character growth over the last season and a half. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, what what do you see that you want to see more of from the character? Like for me, exa- an example is I really want to see more of this growth from Gisa. I want to see where the growing goes. Um, not just that we had growth, but I want to see more growth from that character i think she's probably as of today she's probably one of the more interesting sub characters and she's been kind of hard to 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 wrangle before this so Mm -hmm. not wrangle but you know what i mean i try hard to Mm. hard to get along with she's a very rough character to get along with yeah that leads into mine i want to see the jissa kendall thing uh resolve yeah Uh, yeah we've mentioned that before Mm -hmm. i think i think next session we could we should have something with that we we should work towards it 
Yeah, for sure. That's I don't think it should be too yeah. 180, but that that was the big like we're at the top of the arc here, and we I, need to work towards that resolution. I'm not necessarily necessarily have to have it completely wrap up next session, but I think we need to have it come to a head next session. Yeah, that's what well, I'm, I'm not sure it didn't come to a head just now. Yeah, I think right. that was the head. <laughs> Certainly there can be, I, I definitely want to see where it can go next. And I think that if we're starting to work towards that, that mm-hmm. quote unquote that wrapped like, up with a bow, I think that's a good place to, to go from. That felt like bringing it to the conclusion, but I feel like we need the conclusion. Right. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. This right. This was the yeah. head as in this was the, the climax of the of the argument between the two. We now have to work towards the resolution uh, yeah. at the yeah. end of the, uh, this was act the beginning of act three, basically. Sure. Um, for your guys's thing yeah. anybody else have anything they want to say? um i did and then oh yeah yeah yeah. um now that kendall has alluded to it or not kendall um Gazbeth has alluded to it out loud in character or not in character, on on screen i'd like to see the Gazbeth mills relationship start mm-hmm. to repair itself yeah yeah i i have several thoughts on ways that could go yeah Kendall, you've observed two sessions now. What would you want to see from other characters on the ship that that would be something that you would want to see as an audience member or or as a, a reoccurring NPC, some kind of thing? What would you want to see other things of on the ship? Um you know, it's right on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um I'd like to see one of like maybe like a session of just like the big um quote unquote unimportant characters just of like the secondary characters mm-hmm. just of doing their stuff and having their own specific emergencies but not the kind that they would call like for higher officers for right but like fix themselves huh? lower decks problems yeah yes yeah that can be fun yeah. uh, we don't do a lot of lower decks episode type stuff but we do because the characters always end up being integral to the stories that were right. the main stories we're doing um i have to think about how to do a, a lower decks episode without the shuttle yeah. the, the okay. shuttle crash was a good example of one sure sure but if we did something aboard ship it'd be kind of it could be it could be really fun to be aboard europa and doing something where the main characters are are the background characters um sure yeah it could also be something stupid and comedic just like if y'all ever have like really heavy sessions and just need the right. comedic relief episode right. Jack, do you have anything? Um, what question were we on? Uh, what would you want to see from another player or characters that you want to see more of in the future? I mean, yeah, I'd, I think there was a lot of great character development tonight that I'd like yeah. to see continue with everybody. Uh, obviously, there's a lot going on with Dasavi, uh, so that's that's got to go somewhere, and that's going to be really contingent on some decisions we have mm-hmm. in uh, in the coming week or so. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, Kendall, again, you were great with Tara. I'd loved uh, a lot of those interactions there uh, and hanging out with Yesbeth, Yesbeth, jumping into the mosh pit. I didn't see that coming. That was great. Uh, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the foil between uh Daphine being kind of uh, uh, a wallflower, a <laughs> uh, party pooper, and then Jisa Jisa found someone someone else to go hang out with. Yeah, uh, and it 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 might it might have been a little um, uh, not not flirty is not the right word. Um, Charged. 
inspiring jealousy. Like, hey, if you're going to be boring, I'm going to go hang out with this yeah. person who's not boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt that was definitely happening there. That, yeah. that was definitely a thing. Um, I thought about it. I kind of want, I, I want to do more with that because the interesting thing is they are both in poly, uh, uh, not polygamous. What's the polyamorous? They're both in yeah. polyamorous relationships. Mm-hmm. So, like, where does jealousy factor into that? Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I know, Kendall, you didn't get a lot of, uh, as much screen time this episode because we really hadn't planned on, on the carryover. Um, but I think you did a great job. I think you throwing yourself into the party as a, as an outsider, I thought it was interesting to see uh, a character who is coming into this, uh, this close, fairly close knit ship actually, uh, and kind of making your way and, and kind of almost forcing your way into some of these, uh, these relationships. I thought that was really good. I liked it. So. Yeah. There it was. It was either join the party or watch from the outside, but she didn't have a notebook, so she wasn't going to watch. Right. <clears throat> Just take notes. <laughs> it studies people. Right. What were you going to say, F? Parties are a good place for it. There was a line that Daphine had um, that put, like, shoved, me into perspective and I want to come back around to this with Daphine and Dastavi somehow. Um, we unfortunately between breaks and other stuff, we never got to have the scene uh, where Dastavi addressed the fact that Daphine like shoved her way into a meeting or tried to. Um, but that that comment that she made that she tried to shove her way into the meeting about going to rescue them really that put that in perspective for me and i want the savvy to have that realization yeah yeah that could be good that could be a good moment between those two um if you could change one thing about the session what would it be i would like to fit some pack led stuff in there <laughs> i really was looking I, forward to, to following up the pack leds we just didn't have time i feel like the dinner party scene kind of it drugged on it dragged down yeah that's my only thing yeah I don't think it was like over the top drag down, but yeah, it could went a little, a smidge a bit longer than it needed to, but yeah, I don't. It dragged on. And that was, that was partially because I was, I realized fairly early on that I wasn't able to get the pack on stuff in and not mm-hmm. interrupt the other party. So I'm like, I just lost my a plot or my, my not a plot, but my, I lost my ex secondary plot that I was mm-hmm. going to do. And I need to fill some time. I didn't even have any characters yeah. designed. I had to make them up as I went. So mm-hmm. I feel like for future reference, what we should have done was just skip to the dinner. I don't think we needed the, we walk to the transporter room, we transport yeah, over, yeah. we walk to the Right. I was I thinking if there was any discussion you guys wanted to have amongst yourselves, which you did. Um, yeah. Oh, they were pretty good. Yeah, like, I, I thought that was fine. I don't disagree with you necessarily. I just think that, yeah, that was, uh, and I, I was trying to give you guys an opportunity to have uh, interpersonal discussions before you got, before and after you got there, really. We were having so many interpersonal discussions. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll always find some way to fill that negative space if you give it to us. It's just right. whether that negative space is right useful. Uh, yeah. When we're talking about, so we talked about a, a little while ago that you wanted to have, we want to have more of the uh, the interpersonal stuff during the main storylines, which I absolutely agree. The hard part is filling those 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 empty voids. Like I, you know, we had this moment walking today, um, which we're probably largely unnecessary, but those are the kind of things that we need to figure out how to intersperse 
into the other stories too. Like we overrun, I think when, when, when you guys as players start hitting on the main storylines, you are very focused on solving the main storyline. So I've been trying lately to, um, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but I've been trying lately to add more active B and C plots, like not just yeah. they're there, but like actively forcing them to go forward and having them be more interpersonal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's working. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Physically and temporally displacing people so that, yeah. You kind of have to focus on something else. Right. So you're yeah. switching scenes instead of trying to, you know, on the way to another scene, fill something in. It should feel like two distinct, different right. courses of events. Right. So anyone else have anything they would like to change about this event, this session? Uh, I would have liked to have more conversation with Yezabeth. Yes. And, uh, um, I think, unfortunately, we missed out on some of the conversations we should have had with Yezabeth. Mm-hmm. I think, I guess, depending on where we go, when we pick up. Um, so we're canceling next week, right? So Correct. We we'll be off next week. Yeah. Um, I think there is room at the very beginning, like seeing Dr. Less off. I think there's room for that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to have it last session as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's also the whole thing of, Tara is mourning for those people that were lost yes. on the planet. And so, it was just party episode. So here's what we'll do next session, which will be not next week, but the week after um, we'll have Tara come back and we'll open the session. Uh, our pre credit roll, the cold open, whatever we'll have that open with uh, the conversation between Tara and Yezabeth. And we'll have some of that. And if it works out that we want to have more of that conversation, we we can leave Tara on for the longer. Otherwise, we'll see where the, we'll see where things go. Um, yeah, we'll we'll discuss that off off camera and see what we want to do with that. Um, anyone else have anything they want to see that they would do different about the session? Uh, in that vein, I think we brought Ambrose into the party sooner than we should have. Yeah, or, or I should say, I think we took Tara out of the party sooner than we should have. And I, sure. I was really contemplating just saying, no, I don't think this is this is time for Ambrose. But I didn't. <laughs> right. I almost said something like maybe you don't need to take Tara this early, like taking Vren or mm-hmm. not even taking Vren. It was just the higher officers, really. Um, I almost said something, but I'm like, I don't want to stop what you're doing. I don't want to. I try to not to interject what I think the character should do. Um mm-hmm. But I think having her stay at the party would have been a could have had more interesting uh, yeah. narrative. But um, it's one of those things you 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 know for sure once you're past it and it's already done. Yeah. So yeah, I I think if you determined that you weren't going to be able to get the pack leads in at that point or leading up to that point, we really could have pushed that dinner back quite a bit, yeah. truncated that, and had a lot more uh, at the party. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. It's the but, yeah doing it live <laughs> so all right i don't have anything else do you guys want to add anything else anybody have anything no. they want to add all right so if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoy the show in any way please feel free to share this with <clears throat> literally anyone and everyone you know your grandma will like this show other than evelyn swore a lot in this episode um you did no, i swore a lot probably um I, I think we, I think we all had at least one. Yeah, I think everybody had almost almost everybody had at least one, but Evelyn had about twenty or thirty, but it was fine. I don't mind it. Uh, I'm going to put an explicit tag on this episode, but it's all right. Um, we we passed our PG thirteen rating. 
but if you do like the show and you want to support the show, if you can, please find us on Patreon. You can find a link in the in the uh, show notes. It's the same as the Studio Tembo link tree. It's in there. It's fine. Join us on Discord, um, the Studio Tembo Discord, or the um, Starfleet Command Discord. Either is fine, and you know we're we're there to have. I'm at least there to have conversations. So I don't have anything else. Uh, I think uh, live long and prosper. Yeah. Hey. Um.